fuck is that guy? Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we hit the motorway. Some might. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Christmas. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett and Troy Weaver. Another three-man pod, without going into too much detail, we'll give a get well soon to Alex Jones and uh, happy decorating to Jack Harper. <laughs> Weigh up the priorities as you will with those two. Anyway... I said last week there was a severe lack of news of the week. That's not the case this week. <laughs> There's a lot. We won't go for the bongs because it's going to add another like 20 <laughs> minutes onto the podcast. <laughs> but uh, I'll rattle through. We'll chip in, as we always do, any tales that correspond or whatnot. And then the rest of the show, we've got AJ Ruiz. We've got Gregor having his next fight announced. Emery getting sacked, finally. And all sorts of other things to get into, so we'll start now. Anyway, Prince Charles plans to boot several royals out the royal family when he becomes king in wake of the Prince Andrew scandal. So you can make of that what you will. Either he's identified several other nonces, or he's (laughs) like, you know what, this is as good a time as any. I'm cleaning house. (laughs) (laughs) He's taking advantage. Crazy. Couple paid $100 for an abandoned car they found in storage unit. Elon Musk bought it from them for nearly $1 million. For a what? They found they saw like a $100 car in like a, one of their like scrapyard. Yeah, yeah. They bought it and then Elon Musk bought it from them for a million. Don't know why. As I say, don't click the stories. It can uh, make it worse. <laughs> Pennsylvania woman caught urinating on produce in Walmart. Pig. That does. I don't. I'm assuming this isn't related, but I was saying to TK earlier the story that's been quite big in America at the moment. I think I've got this right. So Walmart were hyping up their employees. Basically, they were saying Christmas is coming this year. Profits are at an all-time high. Mm. Look, we're not going to say anything, but get excited. Okay. (laughs) They built their employees up. They gathered them all to say like all right everyone same time so just quickly so if this is me now and i'm a walmart employee i'm thinking i'm getting a good christmas bonus yeah big bonus yeah yeah, naturally that's (laughs) what i'm thinking in my head so they've gathered them all together and they've with a big grin on their face they've gone we have decided this year we are going to give you 15 percent off the entire store for the whole of december (laughs) god damn a whole fifteen percent. Yeah, obviously Jeez. people aren't happy. As at the same time they did announce that they are making their like best profits in years. Yeah, and they've probably got a, a like a sale going on yeah. in store that's like fifteen percent off. And then suddenly, when you try and use your fifteen percent on top of your other fifteen percent, they say, "Sorry, cannot be no, no, used no, no. in conjunction that, with other offers." <laughs> so yeah, people aren't happy, and I don't know if maybe this woman caught urinating on the produce is. An employee. An employee. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
there's better people to take it out on than the people who are going to buy the produce. But it's funny, isn't it? Because piss on the fish counter. <laughs> These like cutthroat um, companies are the reason, like the reason that they are so successful and you know such massive companies is because they are such dicks. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. amazing that the cycle that we're in, they've just it. It doesn't matter. You know, we just we'll just buy shit from them anyway. And mm. yeah, we we got last year, and I I won't name my place of work otherwise a lovely place to work so no disparaging statement here but our christmas bonus was a little bag of goodies which included an on the date gingerbread man a tiny little candy cane uh a supermarket brand orange aid and a power bar wow see it you'd rather get nothing i think yeah you're being insulted at that point that was that was the general uh thing there was someone there who said I'm diabetic what do I get you ain't getting anything better than the rest of us you get another year that's what you get (laughs) yeah (laughs) Arizona teen gets stuck trying to sneak into own home through chimney how very festive what are you doing that you have to keep that secret that you're willing to go down the chimney to not get caught didn't want to wake the parents up for sneak yeah, down like, How did he leave? I'm guessing he just went out through the front door or something. But Forgot his key. No preparation there, is it? No, no like, oh, I'll leave this window open. Also, like, or... going down the chimney, you'd assume, is quite a way down. So you're either going like diehard and you're like, or like a Tomb Raider where you're getting your arms and you're kind of wading down the sides. Or you I don't know how big this chimney is as well, because... In modern well, times, stuck. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't really have large chimneys. No. Chimneys, you know what I mean? It's, it's not if, the Victorian if, times. If that's me, and I think we've ascertained on there, I'm not the type to be sneaking out. But if I was, I would take the wrath. I wouldn't be first of all climbing on the roof. And yeah. Then second of all, I'll just jump down this chimney and hope I'm all good. I mean, no disrespect, but I guess you're probably thinking the chimney. It just this just isn't going to happen. Hey, back in my day. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can see my ribs. Yeah. My parents slept like rocks and um, flipping. You didn't have a chimney. (laughs) Our front door wasn't locked until I was about 18. It never got locked, our front door. It was always open. Because, you know, it's like one of them council state door where you just open the door. Yeah. And it just never got locked. And they saw what you were doing to the rats at the front as you were taught. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want any of that work. That's it. Anyone listening, the door is locked now. Yeah. So <laughs> just, to, just to confirm. Don't get any ideas. Since I moved out, they realised they weren't as safe. <laughs> so they started the locking their door. <laughs> yeah. Amish teens are on TikTok and it's probably okay. <laughs> what? Why is it okay? They're not even allowed to use fucking... That seems very much against what they're they're doing. <laughs> A lot of, if they jump past everything and TikTok is like, this is worth breaking the rules for. Yeah. But then they, they break. They had to break loads of other rules to get to TikTok, surely. Yeah. One eye-opener it must be, though, when you do have something like that for them. I remember I saw a programme once where like, one of them would give them like, booze for the first time. And he was like, this is awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going mad. Yeah, crazy. At the end of it, he has to make a like, decision because when they're like, 18 or something, they decide whether they carry on with his arm, which where life will go to the real world. Yeah. And he was deliberating. I was like, I don't think there's much of a decision to make here, mate. <laughs> The guy's taking you to a strip club. He's saying, yeah. You'll be fine. Said before, the most unheralded film character 
possibly ever is the Amish bloke in Sex Drive. <laughs> and, you, seen that. and you saying about alcohol then has just spun me because all I was thinking of was uh, the rum springer. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a point as well. That is, How many people do you think saw that and were convinced that they could find themselves like a dime in the Amish community. Like this bloke oh, finds sure. like, yeah. <laughs> like a young Jessica Alba he finds just among <laughs> the Amish people. <laughs> Whereas I'd imagine in reality a lot of them are inbred. You know, Very they're probably There's probably not that many spices amongst the <laughs> Amish community. Well, what if there is a spicy inbred? Huh? What if there is a spicy inbred? You just take the hit and say, look, <laughs> the gene pool might be a bit fucked, but... Well, weirdly... This is a this is just this sort of drifting off a little bit, but it's kind of related. So you know, Twitter's got got the hashtag going on at the moment about you know like twi- the the yeah. best things of the decade, like the spin on yeah, Twitter yeah. or whatever. I was whatever. about to say if you've got a story about incest to add to the collection, no. that would be a bit much. <laughs> yeah. No, no, <laughs> that's was, where I would it was draw just the more line. more of like TK being uh, attracted to an inbred. <laughs> but it, that's, this is where my connection is. Okay, we won't so, put our little clip out of them. Yeah, thing. just we'll wait to watch, see what clip. the connection is yet. So anyway, <laughs> do you remember? the artificial doll that had women going crazy saying shit like, yeah, but can it cook for you and stuff? It was like the most realistic, thick looking art- artificial doll ever created. And I, and, and I basically, I, I can't really remember when this was doing the rounds. So I took a photo of the, of the, the doll and I just sent it into our group chat, into this, into a group chat I'm in and didn't, put no context to it and I got about four or five replies of just lads being lads like oh she's lush or, you know this that and the other for fuck's sake and then I broke it to them and one of them was like doesn't change anything I'd still fucking stick one in her the best thing was that phase on Twitter where it's like if she's a tomato I'm a tomato <laughs> funny what you what you were saying there hopefully there's no one else upstairs so we're very confused as to what the conversation mm. is here. But, like I say I have my Christmas collection started yesterday went straight to um, two and a half men Christmas specials and one of it's one of the That's best just episodes such an awful program man <laughs> so bad oh it's you've upset him there it's the sort of stuff Even yeah Charlie... that when you only had free view and it's 2am in the morning and you've got nothing else to watch and that crap would be on like four music or something oh, and if it we used to one... just it used to just drain the the soul out of me <laughs> If we could have oh. one podcast where we had a camera, I wish we could have picked that. <laughs> the, last the, two t- the, last, the last three TV shows he's told me he's been watching, Test Cricket, I'm a Celebrity, and Your Face or Mine. <laughs> and he's got the nerve yeah. to be No, do you know what? I've been, been watching Your Face or Mine went out the window. I've been on um, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares lately. Oh, I, I told you that last week, that. didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was gonna say so. Two and a half men. The, the next sentence that my mouth was gonna be one of the greatest episodes of TV ever. <laughs> Change that to one of the greatest episodes of Two and a Half Men, and we will we'll yeah. meet somewhere in that brain. <laughs> so anyway, they've turned up to pick Jake up for Christmas, drive to Herb's parents, and then they have a bowl of eggnog, and it just kind of transforms where. Like everyone, I, th- I think this used to happen when you were younger. Where people would just turn up on Christmas Eve because they couldn't be there on Christmas Day or whatever. You'd have an assortment of whatever. So anyway, it turns into like a more and more gathering. people are coming. And people are saying, "Oh, you're having a party? Why don't you invite me?" Go and so on. <laughs> anyway, Charlie has uh, 
Batgirl there as the whole show is based yeah. around. Yeah. And it gets to the point where he's in bed with this girl and his mum comes in with someone else and says, look, I forbid you to do this. There's a chance it could be your sister. <laughs> it says, look, we used to swing when when we were younger, we were bored. So it's not definite, but maybe. And Dime is probably not what she is, but she says, look, there's only a chance. But <laughs> it is so. And the whole thing is they say it's a Christmas miracle that Charlie finds his limit. But that's too far for him. <laughs> oh, well, doesn't, have, doesn't, doesn't he's stick like, with He's like, no, that's too much for me. I'd probably ask him percentages and go from there. <laughs> but it, it's, a, it's a great episode. Same as with the Game of Thrones one, with the, you know, when he finds out she's actually his auntie. Yeah. I just always said, just look, you can just keep that to yourself. <laughs> as long as no one else knows, we can carry on. He's gone too far at that stage already, so. Yeah, no the, damage is, the damage is done, isn't it? You may as All well just carry on. Is the world ain't ready for that incest conversation? quite yet I don't Maybe think it's as far away years. as you think you say that like you're ready it's for not. it and the world just <laughs> yeah. isn't prepared hey look when I'm you're here ready, I'm boys. here waiting <laughs> I'm ready to address this <laughs> 10 years ago we didn't think the trans conversation would be like it is now I'll tell you this isn't a direction I thought we'd be going down <laughs> 12 minutes in so a Washington Post food critic unwittingly became embroiled in a married man's affair when the cheater was photographed dining with his mistress in a recent restaurant review. That's fucking dangerous. What are the chances? First of all, you end up in the background of this picture of the restaurant being reviewed. Mm. Secondly, your partner then sees reads, reads the that restaurant reviews review. yeah. in, in the paper. Crazy. <laughs> Played himself. Yeah. Cheats never prosper, as they this say. This is it, Luke. Play with fire, you get burnt. Exactly. Don't cheat. What a way to get caught. Yeah. You know, it's better than, you Story know... Story for the grandkids. Found text on your phone, isn't it? You're right there, TK. More, if you're going to go down, story. go down swinging. In an incredible in, story. Yeah. At least, yeah, it's something to tell the next bird, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. the next ex. <laughs> like they say on Brilliant Idiots, they say, cheating on your woman isn't disrespectful. It's allowing them to find out. You don't have any respect if you leave the text on your phone. That's what's disrespectful because you don't care enough about them finding out. I think the beauty of that is how with their chest they say that as well. And then they fully do believe that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a huge call, isn't it? <laughs> Johnny Depp producing Michael Jackson musical as told by his glove. <laughs> as told by his glove. That's that's a wind-up story, sure. Because I'm narrating. It? It's Just... not, but I hope Johnny Depp goes the way that this should go about Michael Jackson. Well, a lot of insinuation like, in there. That glove has seen some things. <laughs> <laughs> sure, glove has, has been in some things. Just cut scenes every time he goes to the bedroom <laughs> or something. <laughs> Hungary pulls out of Eurovision Song Contest because it's too gay. <laughs> this... This is definitely the the one of the um, massive highlights in the gay community, though, is Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, for sure. Hungary are doing the... You thought it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know why they would look to pull out of it, though. Well, there's I'm a big thing sure about the... I'm sure they've got gay people that live in their country. <laughs> well, I think the whole you know thing, I mean? the guy who got elected for them was, like, massively anti-gay and stuff, so there's protests right. against him... Come to power, that makes but, a lot of sense now. Yeah. Although, I always see when it's Eurovision, you see the stuff where it's like uh, Eurovi- Eurovision Song Contest drinking game or whatever. And you see it all the time where it's like 
Harry Potter drinking game. Whenever so-and-so appears <laughs> on the screen, take a drink. And, yeah. I never understand. If you want to have a drink. Yeah. Just it was one the other day. It was it. like, put a Christmas hat in the corner of your TV screen. Oh, yeah. Every time someone, someone wears, wears the hat, it. take a drink. Yeah. Why? You're like, we're like, we're sat there with a bottle of whiskey watching 24 hours worth of television, waiting to have one shot. (laughs) You're like, he's in there, he's in got it, (laughs) go! Brazil's Bolsonaro claims DiCaprio paid for Amazon forest fires. This is his his conspiracy is basically saying, look, he paid for the fires to happen so he could then take credit for donating to the cleanup. All right. That would be sensational. <laughs> Fuck me, there's Store, better ways to waste yeah. your money in there. <laughs> Store rethinks badges for staff on periods. This is in this. Japan. Yeah, it's in this. What? Essentially, they have you know, these badges badge. prepared for their staff when they're on their periods. Let you know. It's my time to the heads up. Yeah. Give me a bit of space, etc., etc. It was like the red face emoji. <laughs> Crazy. And it was like a big, you know, like um, <laughs> in betweeners, the in betweeners on the first day, <laughs> the new which, kid, yeah, right. it's like that. You know what? I'd, it's a shame they've had to have a rethink on that. <laughs> I think that's good. Wouldn't surprise me in Japan if it was some sort of fetish for those, these badge holders. <laughs> it gets wild in Japan. We've seen it does that. get wild in Japan. Things get a bit fruity out there. It's different. It's very different. You can imagine the replies to this, and I've got it just because we've all seen <laughs> these before. Texas teacher had oral sex with student in classroom. Woman, woman or man? Key question. It's always key. You've made the assumption, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So is, oh, so so is the know. rest of the article. So, <laughs> so we, we've all gone with she's blown a male yeah. student is what... I don't know why that's automatically in our heads, but makes, yeah. well, I do know what you know it is. What saying, yeah. With the porn generation, we've been ingrained with this. It makes me think of the South Park episode. They go, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Where well, they're scrambling around and wait... It's a woman? <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs> she's ugly, right? And they're like, no, no, she's quite good looking. Makes no sense. <laughs> that does always seem to be the, the case as well when what? it is one of these stories. Like, it's never like a bad looking. Yeah, teacher. it's crazy, isn't it? Because the comments then, are always like, oh, I wouldn't have been complaining about this if it was me. Mm. And it's like, it's a 14 year old kid. Yeah. It probably is quite weird. It's more, about it's it. more that you should judge, like, don't worry about the 14 year old boy because. He's a fourteen-year-old boy. He's getting his end away. It's more about what's going through that woman's head that she yeah. finds oh. a fourteen-year-old I mean, boy attractive yeah. and not a man. Yeah, I mean she can you go out and get pretty much anyone probably. If it, she's it's a good-looking a bit, woman. Yeah, so you know those those are the ones you got to look at. In the South Park episode is when uh, Stan catches no uh, car catches Ike under water in the path <laughs> of a snorkel <laughs> with the teacher. <laughs> 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 I ain't getting that pussy. <laughs> this this was my second favourite headline this week. Twenty three year old lady caught with twenty three ATM cards hidden in her genitals. Had they? <laughs> that that reminds me of something. I I recently listened to a an audio book, um, which is basically a diary from a junior doctor. Like it's called something like "This is gonna hurt." And it's, I it's, think I've read one of the stories on the podcast. Yeah, it's before. kind of comedic and in places very sad as well and heartbreaking. <laughs> but this guy talks about he he worked in like the gynecology type department, so delivering babies, but also you know other things that yeah. go on up the, down there. 
and uh, he was he I'm recounts some of the mad shit that he sort of come across up there uh, during his time that you know people come in with like like for instance one guy come in with a toilet brush stuck up his ass Brussels end first like but um, yeah he was talking about how oh my god I've lost my train of thought on it what was the story. A woman had 23 ATM cards. Oh, yeah. So this woman, basically, she was, like, talking of some problems that she had. He goes up there and finds a urine sample, like, (laughs) bottle, and it had urine in it as well. And so he said he had to question her, you know, what's what's the story with this? She said, basically, I'm on probation, and um, I get piss tested. I'm a drug addict. And that's my mother's urine. (laughs) I get her to pee in a cup. I slip it up the old... And then um, I, when I word. go in to do my sample, I pull it out and, and, and do the old switcheroo. And uh, and basically it got stuck up there. Like it sort of turned or whatever and he had to get it out. It's but amazing. He, that, he said he was like, it, it was one of those ones where if he'd have gone any further with it, it would have been like a day's worth of paperwork. And he said, so it was just one of those where he was just like, I'll just pretend I never asked that and just <laughs> go about my day. Like, <laughs> it was a bit too much paperwork for him. Oh, yeah, nah, fuck this. Yeah, I don't know I was if it was an episode out. you were on where we had the guy who was uh, getting his end away between the machinery on his yeah. lunch break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His nut shot into the rafters. Yeah, that wasn't on that. Yeah, that's not in that book. But then he has writ- written a sequel, so it could have been in that. Yeah. Uh, this Nazi submarine was sunk when its captain took a dump. What a way to go. Sounds like a 1950s song. <laughs> that's what like... happened. If, if you'd be in charge of a boat, that's where I would have gone. No, we've seen my driving test. I wouldn't be the one. <laughs> Man who hid dead roommate's body under mattress had sex on top of it, convicted of corpse abuse. I mean, that seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the last charge. I hope there's some other charges in there, but that seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the least of his worries. <laughs> Florida man punches elderly person after being told to stop masturbating. It's always Florida man. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realise what... McGregor had moved to Florida, <laughs> to be honest. But... We've worked our way across the states, to be fair. We've had Pennsylvania woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amish. Video captures school bus driver drinking beer while transporting students. Having been on the bus with school kids daily, it is entirely understandable why you would turn to drink. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't blame him one yeah, bit. Yeah, they give him some shit as well sometimes when they get on. Yeah. You know what? He does praise for it just being beer, not like meth or something. Yeah. Man who dropped granddaughter from cruise ship window says he's colorblind. <laughs> he did what? I don't know if that's he, an excuse, sir. He dropped his granddaughter from a cruise ship window. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's alright, he's colorblind. Wow. <laughs> Makes all, all the difference then, doesn't it? <laughs> New Zealand launches New Zealand launches world's first HIV positive sperm bank. Oh my god! <laughs> the, my first thing when I read this is, you've got too much free time as a scientist. Yeah, there is surely something better that you could be spending your time doing. What do they plan to do with it? I, I, Chemical warfare. I Somebody wants a HIV positive kid. I don't read the it's story. Just down there. <laughs> New Jersey hospital mistakenly gives kidney transplants a wrong person. <laughs> that's, that's always a worry. It is always a worry. That's another thing he actually brings up is that you'd be surprised how many times that sort of shit happens. Like, for instance, the operation that's meant to be on the left side of your head, he said, like, brain surgery, 
and they've gone in through the right side of the head. So, so now they've actually taken to writing an X on drawing an X on wherever well, they're yeah. going to operate. Yeah, on. I was, I was. For instance, if you had like an operation on your leg or something, yeah, then they have to they mark draw the leg. an X on it, was, even if it's full of blurred everything else. You've got like a broken leg, still, or one, yeah. one's fine. You'd be like, which one is it then? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well uh, let's just go with the right leg. <laughs> Toss a coin. But to, I'm giving them a rough deal here, but it all comes down to the fact that they work way too many hours. Yeah. This is more or less what it is. <laughs> Fucking tours. Yeah, that's what Alex will be voting for. Of course. We don't get political on here. No. He's voting for when he gets a medical bill for the operation, is he? <laughs> Won't laugh. Greensboro man creates dating app where he's the only guy allowed. Okay. What? A bloke creates a dating app where there's, there's only, only one, one man bloke on allowed there. on the app and it's him. <laughs> Surely it's a win-win for a week. Do you get what I mean? So, like, the women are going to use it. Some Someone's going to swipe for him. Yeah, surely yeah. any woman in her right mind is going to be straight away be like, well, hang on. There's, there's it's just this guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. Or he creates several different profiles, but they're all him. Hmm. So if you can somehow get yourself looking slightly different each one and different names. Or he could be taken over by lesbians and all his hard work is for nothing then. They just make their own yeah. little... <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, and they just completely flip the game on him. <laughs> Suddenly he's just a shit moderator. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Cows wearing VR headsets might produce better milk. They say it relaxes them. Okay. Woman gives birth to pregnant baby who needed emergency C-section. No. <laughs> a pregnant baby? She just said. She's just breaking these words yeah, down. Yeah, the woman gives birth to a baby. They look at the baby. The so baby baby's pregnant. has a fetus inside of it and they have to perform a C-section on the baby immediately. What happens to the baby's baby? I'm so confused. Don't read the story. This is alien. <sighs> that's mental. This is the next alien. That's not the first time that's happened either. That's spinning hmm. me. It's like one of them. It's like them Russian dolls. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of can. I maybe yeah, comprehend something like I'm they quite, were twins at some point. Something's gone up and something's happened at, yeah, when they're just two like embryos that. and it's fucked up somehow I would imagine along the way. The other baby hasn't survived would be my assumption, but hell yeah, of the stories they did. Yeah. And I can imagine just using the word pregnant is why it is. Whereas yeah. really, the baby wasn't pregnant, like because there's, <laughs> there's a chance that the child could have been a boy and a boy. For and instance, they've been saying for a long time there's them. no repercussions if uh, a partner sleeps with a pregnant woman. Maybe there is. Oh, hmm. you spook me now. If the baby did survive, you'd have to call it like Inception. <laughs> why? Because ah. you were a baby and a baby. That's why yeah. you got it. Australian man films horrifyingly large huntsman spider carrying dead mouse up the fridge. Fuck. Why does anyone want to go to Australia? <laughs> I thought huntsmen's were me. like quite harmless. Because that's what they're using well, on I the celeb. It doesn't say they killed the mouse. It just says they were seen carrying, carrying it. True. So. Yes, yeah, so they might just be like either way, the little like, vultures of the game. Over I reckon they'll fuck big. you up. A huntsman in, in Australia. Oh, they're big. I would Don't get me wrong. Like, they're the size of your hand. Yeah, because I had one fall on me while playing Spider Man, and it freaked what? me out. One of the like, huntsmen's over here. I had one fall oh. on me whilst you were playing Spider Man. Yeah, so it freaked me out even more. <laughs> Chances, eh? Felt some, it, had I, you had any sleep that day? I got a picture of it. It <laughs> was terrifying. So how big was it roughly? I know we're on sort of podcast. You can't really yeah. do scales, but it it was big. 
Imagine how fucking nervous he got when he started playing Assassin's Creed. Fuck, what's this going to jump out of me? <laughs> well, I, I couldn't find it. It's one of them where you drop it and I was like, I can't get back into bed now that yes. I've seen this. Did you manage to get it? Yeah. I got had to get a glass what did and you I do came with? back up and the glass wasn't wasn't big enough. Do you know what I do? I chucked it out of the window. I think if you kill them, they always say you don't see the biggest one. So I don't want to anger. <laughs> yeah, don't be silly. Do you know what I do? Yeah, when I when I come across a spider I can't handle. Like I just mean they're a bit <laughs> Do you get what I mean though? Some spiders yeah. I can handle, I can just pick them up and just throw them out the window. But some I'm like, I guess you've got this room then. This is your bedroom <laughs> this now. Is yours now. Do you know what I do? I get like the most amount of tissue that I can possibly get in my hand. But you didn't put it next to that in. I don't know the scale of that. You should next time you take a photo of a spider, put a coin next to it or a lighter. And then people can get a good understanding of the size of the spider. Is this yours, by the way? Or slightly off topic. But I thought it was Jack's and he claims it's not it his. It does look like a lighter I buy. I'll take it. Well, I've been we'll using it. it no one goes home empty-handed so. <laughs> But yeah. We'll How about you encouraging it to bite you? You've just been first of all, right, go on. Go on, give me a little <laughs> nip. What next have we got? Oh, actually, this is much like the... What's going full circle? Blonde woman walks into PlayStation Store, urinates on their gaming consoles. It's a bad week for women. My favourite headline of the week. Here we go. Okay. Ex-con jailed on Grand Theft Burrito charge. <laughs> Grand Theft Burrito. <laughs> what a headline that is. Have we got any explanation of that, or is that just... Well, I guess he just stole a burrito. Yeah, but what are they calling it? Grand Theft. Grand Theft. <laughs> I don't it's understand. Like hijack, was it, it? So was it moving? It was like a half-eaten burrito, and he like Someone on the threw way it past, across the room. He intercepted it. <laughs> Bam! I'm out of here. I don't know. I just saw the headline. I was cracking up. I thought <laughs> this is what the podcast has made. For. Like you know, I some American laws. They got weird names for certain things, yeah. haven't they? When when I was a kid, that I never knew any idea what it meant. And I never bothered to ever look it up until I was like an adult. It was grand larceny, but I always liked the sound of it. <laughs> oh, he's getting done for grand larceny, which basically means just stealing. As a youngster, I got a uh, Grand Theft Auto and Gran Turismo mixed up for years. Oh, Didn't wow. know why people, why you weren't allowed to play Gran Turismo, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Why is it so taboo? I don't understand. Yeah. Just driving around, just driving. And technically, they both were driving games I've in the before, early days. I wasn't allowed to play Grand Theft Auto, so we had was... we had it on the PC. Look, had an older brother that's like five years older than me so he got it on the PC when it first ever came out so yeah I was playing that like from young and everything but it was like I don't know you just it was just it was great well with uh, a little bit of rap music the on P- there back like in the, the day one and two like the PS1 ones or the PC yeah, ones uh, that you well. had no real comprehension of what you are doing anyway you could go no. around hitting people and, and, and the, and the you, graphics you weren't good enough but it was all from like, a bird's eye view wasn't it as yeah, well? so yeah. you, you know the first one I played was um Vice City stories on the PS4. Oh, yeah. And to show how unruly it was for me to be like barred from this, this was a rare time <laughs> where divorced parents had come together to ask permission of the other one as to whether I was allowed to be bought. <laughs> no way. Someone put on Facebook recently. Go on recently, to watch a Serbian film. <laughs> someone put on re- Facebook recently, my blank has been asking for ages now about getting GTA 4. All his mates have got it, blah, 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 blah. Do you think I should get it? And like, you should have seen the comments. Like, he was like ten or something, and people were just like, "No fucking chance, man!" And then some people was like, 
it's okay, my always got it, and he plays around it just fine. You can turn certain settings off and all of this, and then one person's just like, they can go in strip clubs, fucking don't get them the game. <laughs> They're killing prostitutes, man. Yeah. Yeah, you can kill a prostitute. It used to be. The, the older ones are far worse. Mm. Remember yeah. I said, I don't know if I said it on here, no children, no animals on GTA. Yeah. Weird. Probably and and I never noticed that until I noticed You're it. right. Um, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably for the best, though. I want to kill some deer, maybe. Yeah. You know, we, we've said before about debates where you look back in like hindsight and they just should never have been a thing. So there was, uh, I think, Pez 8, where it was like, is Pez going to finally take over? Mm. I mean, <laughs> we're going to get into it later, but at one point there was a Rashford and Mbappe debate. There was a point... What, like the Rooney-Ronaldo debate yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 There was a point where Saints Row or GTA, there was a consideration mm. that Saints Row yeah. could could have the takeover. And then they just went so bizarre. Yeah, they went weird. Number one and two were decent. I remember them. And then suddenly they just went like, oh, let's just start it was bringing sold, in fucking spaceships sold and to me when, lasers uh, and I stuff. I think I only ever played two. Things are starting to get a bit weird. First then. one, there was a guy who used to walk around in a hot dog suit and that was me sold just ha. to beat up a bloke in the a hot dog suit. The storyline was pretty... Yeah. They, they were pretty solid storylines as well. can't remember who made those games. No, I feel like you had to go a bit weird though with them. I feel like you had to go a different angle. I feel like it was like THQ or something. In the end, they went to like though you were in like some form of heaven and you could be like a saint or a sinner and you had like powers and all sorts. Oh Jesus Christ! And then it was just you can do. It was essentially like the cheat codes were just already on the game. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, if you can imagine, you enable like twenty of the most bizarre cheats ever on GTA and just fucking roll with that. Yeah. Police issue update on latex gimp terrorising sleepy village. Why is the village sleepy? How is he terrorising them? <laughs> so many questions. Sleepy village just makes it basically means white middle class. <laughs> village, doesn't it? Tory <laughs> village. Exactly what that means. If that was in the ghetto, they wouldn't give a shit about this latex man running around. That would just be seen as Tuesday. That's, yeah. That's all it is. Look, you're a brave man if you go through one of the hoods wearing a latex gimp costume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you'd be terrorising we, we put one of my friends in one when we went to Prague. <laughs> and we, we marched him all the way around Prague. Like We had him on his hands and knees on a leash of all sorts. What? Stick him in a burrow what in there he, to see what they do to him. What did he put up more of a fight for wearing? The gimp costume or the, the Spurs sp- or top? The Spurs yeah, top? yeah. He did not want that. Sp- when we put that on him in the, in the... We bought it in the airport. I remember texting you saying, I'm disappointed you didn't fight his corner here. No, no. It was more or less... It was kind of my idea to get it in. <laughs> to disgrace him like so. Yeah. Fine. We, we actually ripped Kane on the back of it as well in felt tip. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Finally, man dies after being licked by his dog. There you go. You should be a cat person. This is it. Yeah, because a cat had eat him then when he was dead. The dog had just continued to lick him probably for a little while. I mean, to go too informally, Troy, do you mind passing me a drink if you uh, Yeah, no worries. Don't mind. Would you like an iced tea or a, um, <laughs> one of these smoothies? I did say we'd have uh, the champagne ready for if uh, Emery got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> To no avail. <laughs> that would have been sensational. If he'd, if he'd been sacked before last week, I legitimately was going to go to Tesco <laughs> and get like the yeah. cheapest bottle and have it here ready for Troy to walk in. <laughs> Bucket of ice. Neither of us would have really liked it. It would have been some cheap, like, Asti. 
just walk in and see a bucket of ice and a bottle of champagne between <laughs> Luke and TK and just be like, I got the wrong fucking day. <laughs> it's red panty night, Troy. Congratulations. <laughs> I think that'll suit it up just for the just for the impact of so you walking in and me go, glass of champagne? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we start off with Unai Emery being sacked, we've been talking about it for weeks, so it's you certainly have. It's the logical mm. place to start. I'm really glad Finally. he has been because it's been, it has been a bit of a broken record over the yeah. last four or five weeks. Well, I've opened it up Orange each time. has been like just a daily. Yeah. Is he gone yet? Yeah. I've opened it up each time and saying, look, we spoke about it last week, so I won't go over too much on yeah. it. Yeah, and, and like then 20 minutes, minutes later. <laughs> so I can't take this, man. I can't take it. Anyway, needed to happen. I don't think anyone is in too much disagreement about that. No. I think Gary Neville. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we lost to Frankfurt. Fucking union managers, man. I mean, that was that was yeah. a, a bad note to go the out on. The bloke who scored the two goals um, has got a whole chapter on his Wikipedia now talking yeah, about he what a hero he is. <laughs> that was his first goals of the season in all competitions. Just, of course it was. He, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course it was. <laughs> they said... They've been talking about it for weeks, but they were waiting to see if this could be the game where he would finally turn it around. So that leads me to believe that if we'd won, he actually would still yeah, be in a job. Strange, isn't it? So we were right to cheer against him. Just mm-hmm. I'd you be can feel justified in that now. So yeah, <laughs> not doesn't doesn't feel much better because then I wanted to cheer for them to win and they didn't win. So I know we were like we were like twelve year old boys again. Come come uh, Sunday. And it was one of those ones where it was just so bittersweet. It was lovely to see the Arsenal back again, yeah. but on the same side, we know that shit ain't going to get done in one day. <laughs> they just don't no, really. Yeah, Fred, yeah. Freddie's at the wheel. I saw an article that was posted. I think it's like an old article, but it was posted again today, and it was like, Arsenal fans, if ever you kind of fall out of love with the club, go back and read this and it'll reignite it. And there's a whole chapter on we're called the Arsenal. There's no other club that is, has these before their name. <laughs> they said, nothing fills me with such pride and joy as when a pundit you don't like will say the Arsenal. And it just reminds you what a prestigious club we really are. <laughs> oh, jeez. So they're, they're saying there's a tiny hope for the top four left and that's why they pulled the trigger now before it was too out of reach. I'm, I mean, if, if we'd won, we'd have been five points behind Chelsea. So, and, Yeah. We're currently yeah, we seven were, behind, I think. Yeah, we were eight. Yeah. yeah, Five behind. We'll get on... Actually, no, I don't think we will, but... You've got to... Spurs are conceding goals like... Mm. like Could easily have ended up drawing on the weekend. on the overs each time, and he's sent just that couple in. Then Chelsea... We, we said, didn't we, that we need to see what happens when they hit a bad patch. Mm-hmm. And that's well, it, like you two you've highlighted now. a few times, they they have had a a rather nice selection of games to to you know get themselves through at the beginning of the season, etc. I said I swear they didn't have to play any of the big teams. Like they were yeah. just playing like a bottom half team every single week. It's like they said, oh yeah, you can just play Norwich three times this year <laughs> and Villa three. Yeah, <laughs> just don't worry about playing Liverpool. And they no, they did play us because they turned oh, in that well, historically yeah. good performance where they lost. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One of Jack's proudest moments. <laughs> He's decorating today. Like, He's nodding like, what a game that was. <laughs> Still thinking about it. But breaking off to cry about Tommy's injury every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> so, Slots, man. Look, 
we still can't defend. I think anyone was naive if they thought that in two training sessions, Freddie was suddenly going to make them be able to defend. Didn't help. <clears throat> he picked Mustafi over Socrates. Didn't agree with that. No. Car- Jamie Carragher definitely didn't agree with it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. I don't know how he can walk around and look Mustafi in the face ever. The way he talks about it, if I was Mustafi, I'd want to knock the cunt out. Because he's he's very disrespectful about Mustafi. I know he's not great, but at the end of the day, he's still a professional footballer that is a human being. Do you not think... The way he talks about him... Do you not think we spoke about what Henri was like at Monaco training? Do you not think for Carragher... Hmm. He knows what he was like as a defender. And so you see a defender play like that and you're like, I just don't understand. I mean, how, yeah. He's the probably... fact that you said Henri and, and Carragher in the same sentence, it just makes me remember of what sort of defender Jamie Carragher could, def- could definitely be. <laughs> but that's... And that's a sloppy fall over defender. But it's it's Shane Long doing it to Mustafi and not Thierry <laughs> yeah. Henry. <laughs> yeah. You got the front of his best Take, ever <laughs> No, he, he is harsh, but... I. I've probably said worse about him and I'm sure we all have. So we can't, we just aren't doing it on live television. Yeah. I mean, if he said it about Shaka, I couldn't give two shits. So yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there is that. I'm, I think give Mustafi a couple more games. You won't be, you won't be defending him. He gets more of a run. I think it's just, no, I know that he's not great. It's just, I think it's that he, 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 he comes across like a nice guy. In my opinion, <laughs> you like, pity him. Shaka is a shit house. I felt bad when I saw the interview Mustafi, when he said like, if a bloke gets hit by a car three yeah, blocks like, away, they're fault. gonna say Mustafi hit him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it is. I, I feel like the plan was Freddie was thinking switch up. We're still gonna pass it out of the back, but we need to pass it out of the back quicker. Quicker. Mustafi is better with the ball at his feet than Socrates. A lot more cross field passing. Yeah, which so, is what I want to see because it's like Emery told him. By the way, you you don't know how to do long balls, so don't ever do them. Like, you'd never see Just a ball from one Shaka. side to the other side. Yeah. Mm. People are saying Xhaka wasn't that bad. They must have been watching a different game to me because just because you're not the worst player on the pitch doesn't mean you aren't bad. He just doesn't ever do anything. Like, he gets the ball and he just passes it sideways well, the main tweet, or he loses it. There's not much he does. The main tweet I saw was, apart from the mistakes, he had an all right game. It's like, well, those mistakes happen every game. So mm. this is why nobody wants him in the team. He... He at one point did something good defensively and that was he kind of filled in the role that Mustafi had kind of left open or no, David Luiz had left open and managed to get back and just sort of tap the ball away. Dude. And But though, but the things like that, he shouldn't be getting praised for anyway, but that's just part of his role and his job. So to be able to just do that once in a game doesn't mean you're suddenly deserving a place in that the, team. The thing that kills me is the same people that will defend Xhaka week in, week out, are the same people that are digging out a 19-year-old Joe Willock yeah. for trying a forward pass that doesn't come yeah. off. And yeah. Surely you can see the irony in this. I, I would take three Joe Willocks in the, in our central midfield over any of the rest of our midfielders that are currently playing, just simply because of the fact Gwendouzi is good going forward, but only in short bursts, it I seems. saw someone like, say he doesn't... that the issue is that Gwendouzi has been our best midfielder, but he also doesn't play well when complemented by any of our other central midfielders. He makes massive defensive mistakes mm. all the time. I mean, TK might be one to ask here. We, we might not like the answer. So we've been very complimentary of Joe Willock so far this season. Mm. And 
I mean, aside from the obvious over-exaggerations, we were saying that he doesn't seem to be getting the plaudits that young players that are doing just as much, if not less, yep. are getting. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because he's not as flashy or or whatever it is, but it, it does seem weird. I've, maybe I'm not the best person. I think when we did our preview at the start of the season, I said potential young player of the year. I think I might have said Bullock. So <laughs> I think <laughs> so maybe I was on the bandwagon as well. But I think he's probably maybe just unlucky that he's one of the four guys of your poor start to the season under Emery. I think he's fallen victim to it. I think he's been pulled in and out of the team where, you know, even at the start of the season where he started all right. And then it seemed like he just got dropped for like X amount of games, didn't he? And then yeah. he got dropped I think from he, the squad completely. Strangely, he's almost. I don't think he's quite recovered from it in terms of he doesn't look as confident anymore when I see him. I see he's obviously still a very good player and a good young player, but like like you said as well, actually, he does seem to be one that people will happily criticise. Well, I see other players that do seem to be fairly above criticism, even like just like fairly just average players in the Arsenal team do seem to kind of get off scot-free where other players seem to get a bit of a, a, bit of a hiding online. I, I assume all football clubs have it, but we just, well, I certainly see it more just because I follow more of the accounts, but... Yeah, yeah. Some of the, like, freaks that stand it's footballers, and the ones you see at Arsenal... Like, scary, isn't it? Xhaka's the biggest. You see Bellerin, who you can't mm. criticise. You see Ozil's the, the, the biggest, Ozil biggest. is insane. <laughs> yeah. And Lacazette's another one, but Ozil... People say yesterday, in a defence of him, look, we didn't lose because of him. And it's like, is that the benchmark? Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't lose because of him. He's on there. He's the highest paid player on the pitch. And what, he created four chances and two of those were corners. Yeah. Mm. I I mean, Norwich, should be a, Norwich should be his bread and butter as well, shouldn't it really? I yeah. mean, defensively yeah. one of the most open teams in the league. That should be the type of game that you think he's he's carving them open. You had Campwell running the show at yeah. the Norwich. Like, he's, yeah. a, he's a baller. He he I don't like him a, though. Looks a player. He oh, looks he good like player. A nice bloke. I don't like his hair. It puts me well <laughs> off a player like that. Whenever I see a player like that, looks like he should be on Towie or something like that. <laughs> I always think Spurs will sign them. Just I just <laughs> always see them picking up the. We said this about Grealish, didn't we? Yeah. We said. He's... I said hmm. for yeah about two years. Do you reckon that's because Bentley went there? I don't know what it. I think, <laughs> I think we saw them for a while. They would pick up the guys who you weren't sure were ready to make the step up to a big club. So when they picked up uh, Dembele, when they picked up Wanyama, when they picked up uh, Sigurdsson, mm. that kind of player. So mm. I always think when you see kind of breakthrough player in a lower team, that's the way they're going to go. Yeah. I think I do think it was good you didn't win the first game without him because I've I've said before on here that there seems to be this idea that right he's the sole problem and once the manager's gone things are going to be rosy yeah and I kind of, I tried to make the point to you that look this this it's ain't going to change too while. much yeah you you just got too many without going all Roy Keane on you too many <laughs> bluffers in that squad it just <laughs> I think it's in terms of quality and in terms of character I just think. It was the same towards the end of Wenger's reign as well, where I think it was quite easy months. for the players. I don't think they had to be told twice to, look, you're not accountable for all this. It's all no. on the manager. I think it was quite easy for a lot of these players yeah. to, to go along with that. We, we, need, a, we need a manager that's going to scare the players to not perform well. The fact that where they're going to think, 
fuck, if I make that mistake, I know I'm going to get grilled for this. We Not- should have got Jose. We, we, we yeah, I mean, Jose would have grilled. Yeah, he's a griller. And, and the other thing is that the but fans... He does it publicly, though. That's the, the problem. The fans would have been excited enough with Jose that I think they'd have been on, on his side. So if things had gone mm. wrong initially and the players weren't doing whatever, oh, yeah, fans they'd would be, have said, look, with Jose. Well, get him out or whatever. Yeah. The know, problem with Emery some... is I don't think anyone was ever on side of him early on. No. So when there was a battle, he the did... manager was going to be the one that fell, not the players. Yeah, he never quite won us over, did he, Emery? No. He, he didn't no. seem... You know, know, he's he all this nice guyness about like, him. and He had the goodwill of 90% of people. Like There was positivity when he came in because everyone oh, was yeah. so desperate for there to be a change, but there's only so long that you can put good faith in when the faith isn't being repaid back. I also think there was a, a bit of a... Well, I was about to say he was the best of not much available. He wasn't even the best of what was available, was he, I guess? But when you consider potentially no. you talk about Allegri and Conte. But I think there was a... I don't know if this is a harsh comparison, but similar to when Hodgson ended up at Liverpool, where you couldn't argue that he's a good manager and had good achievements, but there's a bit of a feeling of... Oh, I'm, I'm Okay, he's a good manager, but is he, is he that guy? Is he yeah. the guy? And I think... When it does go wrong, it's quite easy for the fans to say that get someone else in then. I don't know if it was the Telegraph or the Independent recently. Did you see that disrespectful article about Hodgson? Yeah. It was like yeah. a myth about Roy Hodgson being a good manager. Yeah. Because hey. there's that quote from him, isn't there, where he says, like, I think there seems to be an ignorance in England that they believe my only management has been in this country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except both Where he's been around been like elsewhere. 30 odd years managing, hasn't he? Yeah, this this whole article is essentially saying, look, he's not a very good manager. He's always had a player that's going to bail him out. And you think he's like, he's, he's a certain style of manager, but if you put a different manager in charge of pa- Palace, they'd go down. As you saw with, was it De Boer? They, yeah. they, they would get, I don't, I think Palace are probably one of the three worst teams. They've got, are you and Ben Teke as their strikers? Yeah. They should not be in the position they're in. Yeah. It's because he gets them organised to a certain job in a, a slightly better version of a Pulis or an Allardyce. They're us, aren't they? They're organ- yeah, I think yeah. they are. organised. <laughs> they, know, they know what they can do. I think that's probably why it's two biggest jobs, Liverpool, Inter, Milan. It came to the conclusion pretty quickly because yeah, there are he maybe doesn't... Managers for certain roles, aren't I think he, Yeah, I think he suits that sort of club and the maybe more gifted players probably don't buy into what he's doing where it's mm. quite routine and boring from what players have said anyway. It's like I said to you, Luke, the other week, um, when Emery d- did finally eventually get the sack, he'd take a little time off, he'd get a job for a mediocre side, he'd do great things with them. Like, he might not, he won't win them the league or whatever, but he'll break into Europe or do whatever, win the Europa League again. Then suddenly he'll just get offered a big job again. But certain managers fit certain roles better, don't they? Like, I think Everton should try for him. Yeah, he is, that's the sort of manager he would be good with. It makes know. more sense to me than David Moyes. Because it's like, yeah, yeah, no, that is true. It's like with the talk of um, Espirito Santo coming to Arsenal and we've, we've only seen him manage teams that he's looking to stay out of the relegation zone and you know he, he came third with Porto oh well he, he was with Porto before was he yeah he um he was their goal he was their backup goalkeeper when they um won the Champions League and then he became manager however long after and he came third and won a cup I think yeah because I think if you're managing top sort of eight clubs you're going to manage with that team, those players, completely different to how you would manage a, a, a team that, you know, like 
like yeah. a team that's trying to stay out of the relegation zone well, or they whatever. They say that's why we didn't go for Rodgers from Celtic. Well, I was going to say, I think Brendan Rodgers would be a good example of that. They said they were worried about how he'd deal with the egos in the squad and my answer would be get rid of the players in the yeah, squad. Yeah. 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 If there's anyone, Aubameyang deserves to have an ego in our squad and outside of that, there isn't really anyone. No, Ozil uh, used to be able to be able to have that, but at this stage now, the club's doing him more of a favour than give, he's doing us. I'll give Leno a pass if he wants to have an ego. He and doesn't seem like the type that would. No. Anyway, but just seems like he just about, keeps himself. That's about it. Yeah. So they were saying about who's going to come in as manager. The club say they want someone as soon as possible, but they want to make the right appointment, not the first appointment that they can. I am with both of you then. Who do you think and who do you want? Who do you think they'll go for and who would you like them to go for? Who do I think? Honestly, because to I'm... me, it seems like very open in terms of who they could end up going for. That's yeah. what I mean. I mean... I've really no idea. Think how Unai Emery was there. Yeah, because that was when Gazidis said, um, "Those who know don't speak, and those who speak don't know." In the first press <laughs> conference, <laughs> weird bloke he was. Yeah, but I honestly have no clue. I think there's legs to the Arteta thing. I don't think Poch would come to Arsenal, though he did say today that he already has a number of. Uh, exciting offers that have come to his attention and he's had 10 days back in Argentina and now he's ready to take on another job. 10 days in Argentina was enough. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it for anyone. He said, I couldn't envision myself taking a project here. No. Uh, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think we'll get Arteta. The, the talk coming from Ornstein and he said, that's also Arsenal said to him, the only difference between Freddie and Arteta is a bit of time with Guardiola. Bloody hell. I mean, significant period of time with Guardiola, admittedly. Apparently he charmed everyone at, and a lot of people wanted him to take over. They say the reason that he didn't take over from uh, Wenger was that he didn't have a team of backroom staff ready to go and they didn't want to gamble on a whole team of staff and a manager rather than a manager who has his own set of staff yeah. ready to go, which oh. is what Emery had, which obviously didn't work. But I don't know. Rogers. there's talk over the last couple of days that apparently Arsenal is this job he's always wanted. You can read into it what you want. Richard Keyes did an interview <laughs> today. There he is. And uh, he said, where is it? says he was with us here at BN Sports after losing his job at Liverpool. I won't go into detail, but during the journey back to his hotel, he left me with absolutely no doubt that Arsenal was the job he coveted. He then on to say, went on to say, look, he must appreciate what he's doing at Leicester right now, but what's the end game here? You're not going to win the league with them. And at the same time, Madison, Soy and Chu, those players aren't going to carve out their career leave. there. No. He said, you look at what he's doing with Vardy and you look at Aubameyang who's in a similar stage of his career and think, what could he do for him? Mm. So that's what he said. I would take anything that uh, Richard Keyes says it's massively with more unfortunate than a pinch of salt. Timing, I think, with that. I think 
the main reason he wouldn't is because he doesn't want to be seen as a guy who yeah, jumps jobs, yeah. which is yeah. hugely unfortunate. Because yeah. it's almost like, yeah, he had the Liverpool job offered straight in. like, And he's like, oh, had to go and do a bit of work for a while now. And then he's like straight into the Leicester job. And yeah, the, the, the fish is being dangled. The, the stick he got for leaving there. They still give him stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think to follow it up would be tricky. I but but I think it would see, be a good match. I can weirdly see Arsenal holding it against him as well. Like, say he was the one who expressed interest. I could see them saying, oh, well, you've left Leicester. You've got no loyalty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I think it's going to be someone wild. I I worry about this. Rangnick, who they interviewed last time, apparently the board love. Mm. And he's been like a sporting director before and he's had like one or two management jobs like it sounds horrible, basically. It sounds like every uh, footballing hipster's dream, but would that in practice <laughs> work out? I don't know if you've got to the end of the season. I mean, you can say all the murmurs are that Freddie's a great coach. He works well with the under-23s, but there's a big difference between jumping straight in then and, and he's been... taking over a stable club. No, <laughs> no. and he has been sort of witness to a lot of this that's been going down so he probably he I knows some of the good but also some of the bad and it's sort of I said a lot of the time when you when you get a new manager or rather when a manager gets sacked the players don't need that massive tactical change straight away they ride the buzz of new guy new people in yeah. or whatever and they have a good few good results but if you if you bring someone as who's already interim, close who's to the already, was already there assistant manager technically and um, the the players, they don't quite get that same thing. I don't. It's think. not a new voice, is it? No, it's, it's not. They're kind of like you was last week. You was telling me to do exactly what Emery was telling you to do, like to tell you know the same sort of how, stuff. Pretty but, much. How many times like, a club down the bottom has got rid of the manager? Yeah, and then got on a good gets run. the job, and it, it doesn't go well. So yeah, I remember Charlton yeah. went down with it. Wolves went down with it when they hired that guy after Mick McCarthy. It was Darren Moore, but that's a harsh example because he was doing well. Just. No, that was at West Brom, wasn't it? Yeah. He gave it a, a real... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Newcastle as well. They were... <laughs> predominantly, it doesn't tend to work, does it? No. I'm always a bit cautious about... They say that... The same reason I am with Arteta, actually. An assistant manager becoming a manager, I'm always just a little bit Bringing in uh, an ex sort of... Pr- like Or a legend or whatever can always blow up in your face. We've seen it with Valenciero. We've seen it with... Um, with Ole now, to be honest, and if you don't want to acknowledge that, then you're wrong. But mm. and we could see it with Freddie, and I hope we don't. But well, they say that the staff are going to be announced tomorrow with Mertesacker coming in as assistant manager, mm. Gilberto Silva, and Perez being announced as coaches. Just going for an all like just going it's, for the invincible said, team. It's really his football manager. We've yeah. just ended up yeah, yeah, pretty much. Ahead. I said to Troy that Perez has literally proven that if you stick around long enough. They can't get rid of it. Yeah. i seen a tweet. I think you liked it as well, actually. It was like, Perez is basically for, forget the coaching badges. If I just literally stick yeah. around, they'll eventually give me a it's job here. You know? Yeah. yeah. I loved it when I saw someone say, you know, Perez is that guy that has never paid for a gym membership in his life. He just yeah. lives off the trial passes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sake. Or just drops in at the nearest club, there where are. whatever city he's in. I'll find a football club. I'm Robert Perez. There Can are I use your gym? so many of that guy as well. The trial path merchants. Yeah, huh. yeah. They say about 
Allegri, they say, it wasn't just that he didn't speak English. They said he didn't speak. They say, like, he didn't even speak in Italian. They say his his agent spoke more in Italian than he did. That's worrying. They said he turned up there and they say it, it, it wasn't that the board just didn't think he was the right fit. They said the board, like, hated him. Yeah, because yeah. that makes more sense to me now because I remember I just read literally a sentence where he said he didn't interview well. I thought this ain't a job at a supermarket. That you, you know need what to I mean? It's, well on, yeah. Your CV speaks for itself, yeah. and you go with that, don't you? But if if that's the case, I can. They say he turned. Maybe he didn't want the job. It's they not say, often you'll say I'll agree with the Arsenal board, yeah. but it sounds like I would agree with the Arsenal board on they that. They say he turned up quite arrogant, just thinking he'd walk like, in. I'm the guy for the job, right? They say yeah. he didn't know much about the players. Yeah, I he get, came yeah. in, didn't want to say much, and was like. Give me the cash. Anything mm-hmm. contrast, Emery was obviously, as they said, well prepared and had all this. Hey. Remember whatever. Yeah. Emery he, got the he, job of a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then Brendan supposedly did a similar thing with Liverpool when he got the job. Supposedly he came in on Wilder. Yeah. It was between him and Roberto Martinez at the time. So that was an interesting time for the club. Could have gone a different way, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Brent, Brendan, I don't know if it's just because he was Liverpool at the time. He is quite like a charming character seeing him with Leicester, like the way he is with the players. He's kind of, I was going to say, like, he has a bit way of charisma to him. He has like, a strange yeah, charisma bit to of him. one of the lads about yeah. him, isn't there? He's just, just and, again, just like Brentism. Every now and again, just comes in and you're like, yeah, oh, you've gone too far, Brendan. You've done that, it again. And players obviously like love him. The yeah, reaction when yeah. they got the winner yesterday. That means some poor team is going to appoint Southgate after this yeah. next Euros, and it is going to go horribly. Strangely, we were saying, and I think it'll be United. Listen, really? Uh, you reckon? I think United will do it. Fucking hell! They could have a oh, we, were saying, we were saying we could hmm. see him going to Everton or something after, and it, and it being well, he was linked with, either a disaster or just like a nondescript sort of. They never really do anything. He was linked with United when Jose got sacked. That would be who, insane. Who did he play the majority did. of his career for? Was Borough. Borough oh, yeah, Villa, of course. I was it? thinking it was Southampton for some reason, but yeah, it was yeah. Middlesbrough, wasn't it? And mm. the um, he managed Borough with well, they went they ended up going down, didn't they? I think they sat him yeah. before he went down, but his his CV did not make pleasant reading before. <laughs> it's funny, yeah, I, I, the yeah, the Cup. England team have just got had this thing about just sort of hiring certain play like ex players and just sort of sticking by them, like Stuart Pearce. Like, I, I didn't. Really... Has no, yeah, no real credentials in terms no, of management. He did just, shit at just let him do the under twenty ones all the time. He said fine. before I led a Facebook campaign saying uh, Stuart Pearce for England manager with uh, the picture being Stuart Pearce's face on the uh, your country needs you. <laughs> What's Mark Hughes up to now? Is he You're Wales manager? Ryan Giggs is. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. What's Mark Hughes up to? Mark Hughes is Wales manager in like 2004. I think. Hey? <laughs> Mark Hughes is Wales manager in like no, 2004. No, like, no I said, what's he up to? Like, do you know, is he in any job? I'm asking you, dear TK. You know Mark Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. I spoke to him in a while. In no, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like I said yesterday, if every club you have to be managed by someone who's played for your team, mm. do you reckon then, like, when the players at the end of their career, you would they, still get big money for them? Because, like, because it means the, that they the could become start the, to come out. Yeah. <laughs> you could get Freddie dude as well. You could be like, look. Like Ronaldo for one final that, season. I've heard that. Uh, Glenn Johnson, he's a hell of a manager. He's a tactical genius. Get him on the books. And you pay like nine million for him to have him for a couple of days. <laughs> I didn't like what's come out about the Arsenal players and 
the way they were with Emery because it's fine for us. But as players, they say like he's been openly mocked on the training ground, like in his in his viewpoint. I mean, we can say bad. Yeah, it does seem like Arsenal's a bit of a a boys' club in in like you know like they're all they all just seem very ill disciplined about them. I hate seeing how much they seem to have a laugh in training. Yeah, it always just seems to be like they're bantering. Doesn't look like there's a like the slightest type of Roy Keane there to like slap them up their head. Their head I think it's what the fuck are you actually doing? <laughs> I think it falls back to the thing I was saying about where, with the fans where I think I think they think well look the fans yeah. aren't blaming us we can dig him out as uh-huh. well and I think that probably links back to the Arsenal fan TV which I know they get mm. a lot of stick now but in terms of they know that the manager's the one getting thrown under the bus Yeah. so while that's happening they can mock him or whatever it's, that's why you need a, obviously a strong character that's well, not going to have that saying like how like unruly and like savage our fans are I don't think they're that bad I think we have put up with a lot of shit since it's just a lot of us like that's yeah. a problem this, sometimes oh, yeah some of them like, Sheer like amount Twitter and the, and the most documented because yeah. of Arsenal fans TV Twitter the most documented, s- isn't it? Like, there's so many Arsenal fans on Twitter and I'm not just saying this because I I mainly follow Arsenal accounts it's just like if you look at say a match of the day tweet or whatever and it's some sort of stat you will guarantee you'll find in the comments angry Arsenal fans we you got to think we're one of the biggest clubs in the country so Liverpool, United, Arsenal, we've got the most fans in this country, by a long shot. We have the most fans in Africa out of all of those countries, by a long shot. China is probably United, but we're up there as well in in Asia, etc. So the fact is, our... Our banterous shit gets gets highlighted a lot more because there's so many fucking idiots out there talking nonsense. Remember, there was that like Chinese Div Two game, and there was like an Emery Wenger out banner spotted. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like when there's only a hundred Watford fans on Twitter, no uh, one's hearing anything about them because there's a hundred of you. There was Wenger out banners showing up at NBA games and WrestleMania. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was mad. But yeah, I saw some like. Asian uh, Arsenal fan club singing Emery out the other week. It was horrendous. That some of them fans I, are. I, I think the, devil. the the thing of you know how toxic it is around Arsenal and stuff has been a little bit overplayed in terms of pinning it just on your fan base. I, I do think it's probably it's been to a bigger extent than I've seen it at a lot of other clubs in, in terms of some things kind of go south other clubs without it being quite as bad an atmosphere as I think it's been around with the Arsenal family. but it's maybe like I you said it's, it's, it's length of time never... probably as well and I think it's one of those of where we've never been through it before as well we had most of the most of the current day fans at Arsenal have only ever experienced Arsene Wenger as a manager good time and it was it was always signed like really until the last few years and then even then because of he had such a hold on us it was a bit like Fergie <laughs> Where you just kind of like call him out. So. You're just kind of like, well, I still think he can turn it round, mm. you know. So you give him the benefit of the doubt. Whereas now we're experiencing it for the first time of where you kind of realise we're not actually this yeah. big club no more, or, not, or it doesn't seem so. Do you not think we're one of the only teams as well that it's kind of like that awkward comedy moment you get where the moment of silence should stop there and they let it hang like that a little bit longer for the effect and. That seems to be what you get with Arsenal. There's the point where like everyone knows this is done now, and they still let it ride out, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. when it gets like amped up a hundred times. Then, yeah. mm. Do we think Poch is really an option for Arsenal? 
I don't think he would personally. No, same. I don't. I would love it if he did. But... So I mean, I, I gorgeous that would be. Apparently, yeah, he he has come out with that he's not happy with how Tottenham dealt with things. So end. if you do that, so, spite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there is a slight chance that he could, we but need, he does seem like a very loyal type person that he wouldn't. We need someone good because that comment from Jose about the North London derby honestly terrified me when He's, I read it. <laughs> I think you should move Evan Nerf to get Rogers because I think it's a good fit, but I think you'll go with Sansa, who I do still think is actually, I think I'd be more impressed with than some Arsenal. I think some some seem to turn their nose a bit a little bit. I think I'd rather that sh- than Arteta. I think he should. Yeah, I for example, I agree with the that. majority of fans want a name, don't they? Yeah, That's he's the shown thing. far more capability than we. Well, we don't yeah. know anything about Arteta. I feel like I I'd rather him than Allegri. Well, this is one of my friends yeah, who's definitely. sort of on the mild range of following Arsenal. He's like, I just hope we get Allegri now, and I'm like, you've seen the brand that he plays. And he's like, yeah, but he'd sort our defence out, etc. and all. But do I know this fan? You know his, um, no, you know right his off. brother. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just think, yeah, I think he's shown he's a good match, but also he, he can play a brand of foot which is entertaining, but also he could he can make you more pragmatic at times as well. He's yeah. shown both sides. Of the yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a style of football that I think would work going up. Going back to what we said about some managers sort of find a level, mm. I think he's the type that could do it at a bigger job. I've heard the word pragmatic more in the last month than I'll ever have well, ever I've, before <laughs> the thing with everybody was supposed to be doing more pragmatic yeah, wasn't it so I mean. that didn't really uh, didn't really turn out just we'll, we'll go against my order here so if we just get on to it about United and then we'll switch sports so De Gea says the struggles aren't down to a lack of effort they're down to a lack of quality as United well, it's, draw it's kind again. of right isn't he but over bad decisions that have stemmed from the last three or four transfer well, windows for United. The you know? defence and keepers over two hundred million spent on that. Yeah, but the, the money doesn't matter, does it? It's it's the decisions of who they've decided to spend this money. You should on. have more quality, though, wouldn't it? You, you said earlier about how Tottenham are the t- type of team that you know they like to buy. Well, I think it was you actually type yeah. type of team to buy a player that you know had six months doing well. United are the biggest team that do I, that. I think. I think they always have done that. One Basaka is a good enough yeah, right yeah, back definitely. yeah I said on here I really rate Lindelof which may be ill-advised I Th- rated, this season hasn't been a good advert I mean I, I rate I rated Phil Jones as well <laughs> so maybe I'm not the best uh, talent spot in defence um, Maguire is Maguire I think he's being exposed when he's We. I think this is a, it's a good point for Brendan's system when Mm. You see the way. I mean, he was doing well before that, but yeah, he had a system where your centre backs they defend how the situations where you want them in, they don't get put in a situation where they get an isolated. Yeah, pulled yeah. All over the place for United. And then whether it's Luke, I mean, Luke Shaw gets some stick. He's he's not. He can't stay fit or anything either. No. Can he? that that Williams looks all right? The new kid, yeah, the young kid there looks all right. But again, it's a kid. Yeah. My man Ethan Laird at right back. You were right though about their their sort of reserve team being absolute shocking yeah. in comparison to say Arsenal's. I know it's a bit biased because we we know these names that are for Arsenal, and then when you see United's youth one not being United fans, we don't know these names. I saw like, people. I saw people uh, ripping into Saka yesterday. A seventeen-year-old kid. Yeah, Saka's been given a bit of a raw deal. I think yeah. I just. 
He was never going to play every week like he did that Europa League game. No. He was the best player at uh, Old Trafford when we went there. He was the only guy who was actually creating anything. Yeah. rest of United's team then, people forget how much they paid for Martial, which is something that should have brought up. Overall, it adds up to 80 million. (laughs) Then you've got... So yeah, so way more than Lacazette. Yeah. And more than a (laughs) Bamiang. And then you've got an 80 million centre midfielder. In Fred. <laughs> Pogba, they're well, all yeah, fans he, hate. Yeah, Fred's pushing. Oh, yeah. 60 well, yeah, mil, what was uh, Fred yeah, was Fred's 60. 60 mil, yeah. That's and crazy and all, isn't it? You've got a striker who's compared to Mbappe in February. It's not the worst squad in the world, is it? It's, it's strange, isn't it? Because they don't have the quality that they should have for well, the club of its side. Also, the money spent since Fergie's left, you'd think this squad should look completely different to what it does look like. But yeah, the it's still got more quality than it's in. showing currently. It, it should still be able to beat Villa, for example. In in order, if people were trading squads and at Liverpool you had to take Arsenal's squad, United's squad or Chelsea's squad, in order, which would you take? Oh, that's tough. It is a tricky. Because I think Chelsea are outperforming themselves a little bit, but I do think they've got some players there. Arsenal yeah, I think they have, haven't they, are blinded a little bit by the attacking players, I think, because I'd, that defensive midfield could all be ripped up, really. <laughs> Tierney aside at left back, I'd probably yeah. keep, other than that, I could probably rip up the whole thing. And then United, I, I think, are, are better than people are now saying as well. Yeah. Because it wasn't so long ago, when Liverpool weren't, partic- weren't as good as they are, we were saying they've probably got, still got the best squad behind City in terms of overall depth. I think I, 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 I think United could be the pick of the three if they got them all playing, but they just yeah. for what they aren't. I think if you if you're looking at the best defense out of them three, it's probably Chelsea with how they're operating. You know, yeah. Well, that's that's, that's a given to be <laughs> honest, isn't it? I mean, that's not even that shouldn't make sense. Not brain you surgery. You've got Wan Bissaka and Maguire in the United yeah. one. They, I mean, think they were two of the standout players in their position yeah. from last year. Should we get on some UFC then? So <laughs> it was announced last week, that uh, Conor McGregor is going to return to the Otscon to face Donald Cowboy Cerrone at UFC 246 on January the 18th, my brother's birthday. So, it's received mixed feedback. <laughs> There's been the kind of cowboy fans, I've said that very in a very biased way. Yeah. There's, there's been people who perhaps are happy to see Cowboy get the opportunity and then there's the opposite who are like, why are we seeing this fight? Yeah. There's all the fights that can be made, why are we seeing this fight? If you follow the spitballing Twitter account, you'll have seen <laughs> both sides of this. Uh, yeah, I was taking some flack on that. Yeah, you were taking some stick, weren't you? I, I don't get it, because my point is it's not a charity. It Cow- be, Cowboy, like, yeah, he's paid his dues, but he's been paid for his dues. <laughs> it's like a Lifetime Achievement Award, you get the McGregor fight. Yeah. <laughs> Red Panty Night. Yeah. <laughs> People say, oh, this has been building for a while. It's... Well, Nothing's then, been building. In that case, let's, no let's have McGregor, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a fight that we can actually get excited over or, you know, it's just see him take on like Gaethje or something. That's, Gaethje that was the one. He, that was the one, wasn't it? That would be the fight or they that we all want to see. Or they should have taken Pettis before they fed him to Tony Ferguson and Nate Diaz. Yeah. Mm. Like like you said about this, Pettis one would have gone down like a lead balloon. 
people would have probably slated the Pettis one. Some of us would have said, oh, it's quite a nice star match, should be good to watch. But people probably wouldn't have been saying the same thing they're saying about Cerrone, that, no. oh, Pettis deserves it. But he's paid his dues yeah. as well. Even if How he... many people are there in the UFC who have really had a long career probably deserve a big payday? If they took the Cerrone fight after he'd beaten uh, Mike Perry mm. and... Forgot. Oh, and Alex and Andrews, Yeah, like Cerrone boy. of like two, three years ago. Even yeah. he went on a two-fight winning streak where they were like, Cowboy's back, he's had a kid, he can't lose now. Yeah, yeah that was a really big thing about him being a father, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, like you said, that would have been... One, oh, you go way back to when he was saying in that press conference, wasn't he? When Gray was talking about when he was going to go up to the 155. Yeah, yeah when he was first. Yeah, because people were saying was like look, big shit back then. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, look, these guys are a bit big for him. Cerrone yeah. was obviously <laughs> had a chin at that point as well. Mm-hmm. There's his other qualities. Whereas now, you're inclined to believe that once something bounces off that chin, it's, it's good night. Well, the thing yeah. is, he shits to bed every time he has a big fight as well. He's never been in a fight that he's not supposed to win and overperformed. Yeah, if you fair. look at his UFC title shots, it's a body kick. If you look at the way he fought when he fought Masvidal, mm. he was yeah. He's uh, gonna get he smoked in in, fa- in fantastic fashion, isn't he? Yeah, it's de- this. It's it, we're all stupid because it's a big old it's a big old PR stunt, basically, and it to make Connor look like this great martial artist again, and Connor's back and looking That's, better than ever, and he's ready to take down Khabib. That's what I was saying from the UFC standpoint. If he's fighting as regularly as he is. I don't know why this is the fight you make. Yeah. No. Because even you can say that people are going to tune in for a McGregor fight regardless. People tune in, the same people who tune in for McGregor fights are the same people who tune in for Nate Diaz fights. Yeah. Are the same people who tune in for... Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and but I was going to say the, the casual cards recently, you've seen Cerrone get smoked twice. Yeah. So mm. why would this be... It's not a draw with? in no. any way. And... You've got to have some respect. Yeah, people might just watch a fight that has McGregor in it, but that doesn't mean they're that stupid that they can't Google Cerrone's name and uh-huh. see L, L. Yeah, but what they're going to do is they'll play, they'll downplay all of his, his weaknesses in this build-up. That you'll get bombarded with stats over the next few months of how he's got the most of this and he's got... He's got the most of that and whatever yeah, he's got else. Highlight reels as well, doesn't you know, he? So you like, can sit there on. I can. Easy. I can already picture a, a conversation I could have with one of my friends that doesn't really know MMA as well, and and it will literally be like, yeah, well, that's Cerrone. That's Cerrone. He's no, he's no joke he? though, is he? Yeah, I mean, he's, got, he's had like thirty fights. Yeah. You know, a lot of wins. Yeah, yeah. So let's bring Bisping back, and he can fight Bisping. He's paid his dues as well. Or oh, Anderson yeah. Silver, he's paid his dues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't have shot me if they'd made that, to be honest. What? <laughs> Anderson Bisping. Silva. Oh, Anderson yeah. Silva. Yeah. Remember, there was that weird like moment where he you called thought, him out. This is happening. Yeah. yeah. One of my friends was like, why don't he fight Adesanya? It's just like, this, this is what we're dealing with. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> this is the type of people we're dealing with. Yeah, it's... He'll... I don't think it makes it out of the first round. I think it goes pretty simply. I was saying to you that for... If McGregor was to take down Cerrone, then yeah, fair play. Cerrone does have a very good game off his back, but he's not really a guy that fires for a takedown because it's not really his game. If he goes in for a takedown, he's going to get that uppercut through the middle or he's going to get a knee because as much as people want to shit on what McGregor's like, he does have very good takedown defence unless he's facing 
the two guys he's been taken down by are Khabib and Chad Mendes. Yeah, two of the best specialist. wrestlers we've yeah, seen. Which is yeah. nothing, We're not yeah, counting nothing the Diaz one because he tried to take him down while he had nothing left already. Yeah, which is kind of like two men tumbling. So I think, I mean, we'll all watch it. We'll all get excited for a McGregor fight. Mm. Of course we will. It's, like, it's the spectacle that comes along with it yeah. and everything. It's as close yeah. to a, a tune-up or a gimme as you're going to get in the UFC, isn't it? Without being disrespectful to Cerrone. Mm. As much as McGregor was going to get, he can't get a complete can. But he, he he needed someone, I think, who is going to look good against. Yeah. And who, it's going to come to party. Do you get what I yeah. mean? It's like, not yeah, a fighter yeah. that's going to think, oh, I'm just going to try and take him down. Yeah. And well, like, we'll hope for the best. Cerrone is going to come to bust hands with him. Like. McGregor is McGregor. We, we still tuned in for AJ against Molina. We still tuned in for AJ against Brazil. We tuned in for AJ against mm-hmm. Ruiz, thinking it was going to be a walkover. A yeah. walkover. We tuned in for all these. We would have tuned in for AJ against Big Baby Miller because... When a guy is that big, you just tune in. You, you yeah. tune yeah. in, and because yeah. you at least want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we stick with UFC just briefly, so we have the big UFC uh, two forty five card, not this Saturday night. Next Saturday night, I just thought it makes sense to mention it now rather yeah. than next week. So we don't need to break down all the fights. Just even starting off the night, you've got Daniel Tamer, fun to watch. You've got Brandon Moreno. Uh, against Kai Kara France in a fun flyweight fight. You've got Matt Brown coming back to face Ben Saunders. Then at the top of the prelims, you've got Jeff Neal against Mike Perry, which is anytime Mike Perry's fighting, anytime Jeff Neal's fighting, you tune in. Kicking off the main card, you've got my boy Petter Yan going against Rory's boy, my arch nemesis, Uriah Faber, on the chin. You've then got... Uriah Faber? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Back is he? Yeah, back from the dirt. He came back, landed a lucky punch on my man Ricky Simone. No way. Yeah, after he was Cost getting rocked all over the shop there. Jeez. <laughs> then we have Marlon Morais against Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo going down to 135 pounds after oh, nearly dying on the scales to make 145 pounds in his last fight. So, so that fight's off. That's we'll, see, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh my god. We then have Amanda Nunes facing Jermaine Durandamy. It's been very quickly forgotten that Durandamy literally refused to face Cyborg and just dropped the belt because <laughs> she was like, nope, <laughs> nope. No, none of that. Sat out, came back, beat uh, Aspen Ladd with a fight that shouldn't have been stopped. So there was an early stoppage. And then uh, you have Holloway Volkanovski, which is a great fight. It may be one where we're going to look back and feel stupid afterwards but I think this is going to be really tough I think it may be one where Holloway is down two rounds going into round three okay okay Volkanovski he mauled Aldo which doesn't yeah. happen yeah yeah because no. that was one where I watched with you and I'd been saying the whole build up I reckon Volkanovski and then in fight week I went back on Talk it and backed Aldo. It, yeah. yeah that was a pretty um was depressing way in which he beat him down as well. You wouldn't like to see that to happen to Holloway. <laughs> if you can, if you can look it up, Volkanovski used to be about 16, 17 stone at five foot, whatever he is. He was a rugby player. He played rugby union in Australia. Oh, wow. And then I think he was, he got an injury, stopped playing rugby, got in the gym, realized I actually shouldn't be this big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, they say that from his wrestling and 
it helped the fact that he was used to rugby tackles. So they say the difference between him and perhaps someone that wrestles in high school is when they say drive through, he is driving through you mm. because he has to physically stop you in your tracks when you're charging at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as opposed to you, yeah, moving a, yeah, a, in wrestling, an object that stood they, still. You're not just trying to stop being taken mm, down. Yeah. You're both. So that'll be a very interesting one. Then main event, you've got Kamara Usman against Colby Covington, friend of the podcast. King, King I mean, Kamara Usman is a friend of the podcast as well until his manager turned on me. <laughs> I told you that They're story about his manager. Yeah. <laughs> saying, you can't have an interview with me unless you can put me in touch with the head of the BBC. That's so yeah, good. Like, thought, yeah, all right, you're saying. What? <laughs> the actual head, yeah. <laughs> and he said, I thought you were a journalist. Oh, I did an interview with Kamara. I'm not in touch with the top of the BBC. Do you think we're part of a union, like the journalists' union? Strange bloke, but who do we think wins those top two? Is anyone picking Holloway to lose? I, I don't want to, so I'll, I'll stick with Holloway. And like you said, he, he is the type that can make you feel a little bit stupid if you do pick against yeah. him as well. So I'll take a one. Yeah, Still yeah. The best performance I've seen in an octagon. So good, wasn't it? That one round was unbelievable. So I'll go with him, and I'll go with Colby as well. I do think Colby's got the momentum behind him. He's, I think because we've said before, because of his antics, people kind of forget he is very, very good. Yeah, at what he's he no does. joke, is he? No. People are talking down this win against Robbie Lawler, who he outstruck for five rounds, and not as freakishly how yeah. much work he was able to get through, wasn't it? It was. Uh, let's face it, he's a problem for pretty much anyone in that division. If you put him in with Masvidal tomorrow, Masvidal's on a on a tear, but I'd make Covington favourite. Colby would smoke Because he'd be a, he's like his worst nightmare, isn't he? Yeah. He'd be smothering him, be all over him. <laughs> the takedowns he'd be scoring. So, yeah, I think he's uh, going to make Welterweight great again. He's going to be yeah. struggled. You're going to struggle to get rid of him. He's also been going in on Dana this week as well. So, if he becomes champ and gets injured first time he gets injured he's getting stripped oh yeah for no sure no doubt about it will Dana even put the belt on him <laughs> no carrying on then so we had Tyson Fury in the press last week complaining that he wasn't picked to be in the one of the nominations for sports personality of the year after defending his imaginary belt twice <laughs> going on what he called a mental health tour <laughs> yeah <laughs> And recording a single with Robbie Williams. And he wrote, and he wrote a book. Wow, yeah. someone else wrote the book for him. Yeah, he's been... Uh, he won't be reading it. He's <laughs> been monetizing mental health. What a role model he is. Did you see that thing that he did that sit-down with Dean Windus? I saw a clip where they were like, it gets so deep he throws a table. I was like, I'm not watching this. In what way is that deep? It's no. Without taking shots, Dean Windus kind of is like almost pouring his heart out telling stories. And Fury looks very much like I have nothing to offer here, and he, he kind of says he the reason he throws the table he goes to because it's a lad bible thing which yeah. shows you all about where lad bible has ended up yeah um, and he's gone and all these questions are going to be about mental health and he's looked for him flicks for him flicks for him he's like yeah bollocks and then tips the table over and gets out and he's like so for a bloke who's very concerned about mental health you're not overly concerned about it to that extent I think he's getting. Even he is getting a little sick of the questions asking about it, I think. I mean, he's still happy going on talk sport talking about he's if he gets paid. But when you, know. you when you get pinned down for an example from him, there's nothing other than, you know, fairly 
yeah. sort of suicidal, which is obviously awful, but you keep getting asked the same question. It's kind of pointless. So if we do it here, if we were to crown today the best ever British sports personality, who would we award it to? Hmm. So is this... They don't have to have actually been British sports personality. No. They, thank, Just, God for, uh, thank God uh, for that, because we're going to be struggling yeah. with... <laughs> this... I'm going to be shot down here, probably by Troy. Do they include the Irish when they do this award or not? I don't think so. Okay. I think the Irish have their own one. Just because I thought Roy Keane and Mick McCarthy would, are two great sports personalities. They are. <laughs> Mick, Mick could be included though, couldn't he? Because he, he, he's uh, dual nationality on him. Yorkshire. Yeah, he's got a strange voice. What a bloke. <laughs> what a bloke Mick McCarthy is though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> great bloke. Great bloke. Um, remember, who was it he went up with? He went up with Wolves. Yeah. And obviously he'd been down with Sunderland when they had like the, at the time the record low points total. And they were asking him, like, oh, are you feeling about next season? And he's like, well, look, if I get five minutes spent like I did last time, then we're all in trouble. <laughs> I love the honesty of that, literally fresh off. They're all buzzing. And he's like, well, look, unless I get a bit of money, we're all in trouble. <laughs> the best was the, the video, you know, when it pans to him. Oh, he's just God. He's just Kills a great me. guy, isn't he? That one where he says, also the one where he gets scared by nothing. Yeah. Where he just jumps out of the <laughs> I've got uh, Andrew Flintoff is one who gets all sorts now. I did think that his personality was a bit, I don't know the right word, I was overstated before yeah. I was able to listen to his podcast and see that he is like a naturally funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a guy who went out for a drink a couple of times and people are like, oh, what a hero this bloke is. What a character. But like... he actually is a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know when people say that though, isn't it? sometimes it, and they, and it just means like, oh, sometimes they open crisps upside down yeah. and shit. Like, <laughs> and quite a character. Especially like in cricket. Especially if you're even slightly outside the box then in cricket, you're like, oh, he's a character, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Some would say... Frank Bruno, I'm sure. Yeah, he was one of the, the people uh, that popped in my head. Him and Eubanks, just, you know, because of the way they are. Uh, Eubank is a, is a e- character, dear e- lord. Eubank yeah. would be my nomination. He is. He? Yeah. You don't really get a much bigger character than that, I guess, do you? No, every, all of his interviews are gold. Do you know what I mean? There's some gold to find in every interview that he's ever had. And you feel like he's always, he's just been like, like it for so long that it can't be all like a persona or an act. It's no. Like, this guy is obviously... Cuckoo. Did, did you see... <laughs> there was a clip last week of Junior trying to have a conversation with uh, Mayweather Mayweth Senior. Senior. Yeah. And he just interrupts and he's like, it's all well and good him telling you this, but you don't do it. Like, just <laughs> give it a rest. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you kind of think, well, he, he doesn't do these things because he hasn't been taught them or if he has you've just been telling him to go on the gym and train hard you've had the most impact in his career so if he doesn't do it it's probably on you go in there and get battered by these Cuban heavyweights that'll teach you more yeah yeah, yeah exactly he, he was I remember watching the whole thing where he's like I don't need him you need him he says we need this guy like, you, like seniors have realised you need to avoid punches <laughs> <laughs> four well probably about ten years ago I'd have been all aboard if you told me Jimmy Bullard, but I've seen a bit too much Jimmy Bullard these days. I think that's the thing with some of these guys, isn't it? You can be in danger of seeing too much of them. That's what that um, that Haskell's finding out in 
I'm sorry, I, well, like I, yeah. I was not particularly watching, but people were liking him and his podcast and things like that. And then yeah. I've only really seen him get roundly slated for his time. I'm sorry. Yeah, some, he seems like the stereotypical yeah, rugby lad from what I've seen. To be fair, Ian Roy hasn't covered himself in glory either. No, I was thinking someone's He punched a wall yesterday. Like he just, he's very much, I win all the time and that's how it goes. And if he doesn't win, he acts just like a sport little kid. And I, like, I feel like with him as well, his whole thing on screen is that he's always laughing, always happy. Yeah. So if you go to a moment where you're not going to eat, you're not going to sleep. Yeah. Food you're probably not going to come across very him. well. Like you can clearly, you can always tell that on these programs. Like there's always someone on there who you can tell you shouldn't have come on here because you love food too much. Like say for instance, me. I'm not that fussed on food, really. As long as I have a bit of food at some point, I'm Survival. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whereas some people are like, I'm really missing glazed ribs and yeah, this no, type of shit, you, you know? You know, like someone says they get hangry and I'm like, I've got yeah. no sympathy for you. Because anything, you know, I've... anything worse than people that refer to themselves as foodies. Food, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, well foodie, I've, I've been eating food all my life. My <laughs> food, I've, I've been addicted, in fact. I've had it every day. I've got a friend who can be an absolute dickhead if he hasn't had his tea. Or like if he's, you know, if he hasn't had his food, yeah, he's see, missed I'm, a meal or something. I've got no just symptoms turns into a prick. I hate yeah. them Twitter clips where it's like a girl like, like jiggling her shoulders, like, oh, she was in a mood, but I've just, I've just given her some food. Like, oh just yeah, grow up, will you? Yeah. Yeah. It's always some fucking skinny bird as well. Yeah. Right? like two chips. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm happy now. I've pigged out. Yeah, what, what you said about Haskell there is a bloke in my office today who's gone. Should we call that uh, James Asquith then? Proper bloke he is, isn't it? Brilliant. Of course then, he did. And then this woman He's a proper the mansplaining desk. bloke, he is. Woman across the desk gone. No, I don't like him. He's always talking down to people. Yeah. Don't like him at all. He's, like, oh, he's just a rugby player though, isn't he? Like, oh, that's okay then. Just, yeah, then I'm off then. He's very much... It's like he thinks it's 2008 instead of it being 2019 type thing. He's like... He he tries to always be that uh, gentleman. Like, oh no, the ladies always have to go first. Like, and, to the and point where you're starting to be sexist. We live know. in this world now where that's not really the done it's, thing. No, no, no. Like, People said he's trying to be like overly nice and then out yeah. of nowhere then he's just it a just dick. turned into a It'll dick. Snap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other nominations? I mean, this wouldn't be someone I would pick, but I think we've seen enough now to be able to say that Andy Murray isn't this boring bloke that he's made out to be. Like, he's actually quite a funny bloke when you see him in a comfortable environment where... Yeah, when you see him in Scotland. You know, like, it's, I think it's that thing as well for him. <laughs> There's far more he... boring people. Like, we yeah, yeah. James Milner, and then people started coming out like, he's actually, like, a really funny bloke. Yeah, he uh, doesn't yeah, it's strange yeah, that. yeah. His Instagram is quality. Yeah, his, his posts have been brilliant, haven't they? It was like when they doctored Michael Owen, I think it was Paddy Power, doctored a, like a chapter, like, well, it was a page, sorry, of like Michael Owen's autobiography when that all was doing the rounds. Yeah. And it was just great, like just talking about, it, it was just dissing the city of Newcastle. But <laughs> you could imagine like, because Owen is, is one of those guys, isn't he? He was always painted as just being Mr. Boring. He's actually quite a funny bloke. Um, he's, he's more when you laugh at. But... Is he the one? <laughs> I, I think I've heard before, he doesn't watch telly. He's never watched like... He's never watched a full film. Yeah, like he's yeah, that's it. And he's he never watched a film. He's never, he's had, never had, a, had a glass of tea or coffee. A cup of tea or coffee. Cup of coffee, yeah. Just never good. tried it. It's a glass there was of a, tea or coffee, like a yeah. glass of tea or coffee. There was a footballer as well. Um, recently, I I heard and they, they was talking about how they've never had a dr- alcoholic drink. Like, I can't think of who it was. 
and saying it gets a bit boring like when he go to parties and all he's always <laughs> the fucking driver like you know but I can't Milner's think Milner's teetotal doesn't he because was, he? Was that, one of the things he was laughing at after the Champions League he's like yeah I might trip myself to a Ribena tonight or nah, something like yeah. that so. give it Ray Parler the opposite yeah. to that yeah well, always on the piss I think people said that if you wanted to, a test of uh, Ian Wright's mental fortitude it he used to be part of Tuesday Club with uh, <laughs> Tony Adams. <laughs> Merson. Yeah. Lads. Merson's autobiography is called uh, something like How Not to Be a Footballer. <laughs> that seems like a fair title. Yeah. I couldn't read 200 pages of Merson. He would He would be the classic. Imagine getting what... an audio book. <laughs> It'd be the classic thing of what we were talking about where it would be entertaining to a point and then you'd just be a bit depressed but oh, yeah well, leave you a big here. hole in your belly like yeah. <laughs> yeah. feeling sorry for a footballer yeah. apparently Owen's autobiography is all essentially this awful thing happened here's why it wasn't my fault yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can completely imagine that like if, if I you, left Liverpool it wasn't my choice <laughs> yeah I came back from Madrid it wasn't my it wasn't if you my look at, if you look at the reviews of his uh, book on Amazon they're quite scathing He's one of those as well. Where he doesn't. I always said it with him, like, you have no real side batting for you now either. You don't have Liverpool fans batting for you. You don't have no. United fans batting no, for you. No right. one is really. You fucked up your loyalty ties, yeah. like, you know? Like, Normally, a like player we has at least one fan base. did, and then we realised how fickle Chelsea fans are. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, this, I've just gone on to the review page. This review is titled by Bubob. Hated by three clubs and those who appreciate good sports autobiographies. <laughs> <laughs> Brutally honest, but Owen comes across as arrogant. So far, so good. I've just read the title. <laughs> Hang on, it's gone. started to go downhill. I'd rather read The Sun, worst doorstop I've ever had. Jesus. There's 49 reviews. That's... Yeah, there. That's forty nine people that fucking bought the book. Yeah, and then they got the cheek to moan about it. You've you probably you read the best bits like already. Quid on it. Empathy. Football legend, great read. <laughs> I like someone's been happy to go against the grain. Little Michael whines and moans. Still doesn't realise nobody cares. <laughs> Bitter ramblings. Rubbish with an exclamation mark. The that race, the race to the bottom. These are all Liverpool fans, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. All Newcastle fans. Yeah. All United fans. <laughs> Honest, vulnerable suffering. My only gripe is that he didn't suffer more. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! Yeah, I, I mean. There's a common theme. You'll struggle to find a good one, I'm yeah. sure. Stop, don't do it to yourself is the last one. I'll uh, actually someone just put No, what's wrong with it? Everything. And that's from Mrs. G. A. Baxter. So I feel like Mrs. Baxter doesn't fuck around either. Yeah, no. no. Expensive She signed that one, actually. Expensive, expensive toilet paper is <laughs> is another one. If we carry on from does anyone else have any other nominations before we carry on? Carry are we on. awarding it? To, I mean, Sherwood's already got an award, so he doesn't need it. We'll give it to uh, Eubank Senior. <laughs> yeah. A little bit on the Euro 2020 draw, and then close things out with things that should make a comeback. I'll touch on AJ Ruiz as well. 
good point. Only thing I haven't. It's uh, going to be relatively big notes. news. All right, we'll skip the Euro twenty twenty draw. We'll get into that next week with uh, Jack. What do you want to do? Do you want to do things that make a comeback or AJ Ruiz first? Do the comeback, and then I'll I can dip. You two can discuss Ruiz and AJ. All right. Alex Jones against Ruiz. <laughs> Anyone want to chat one out there? Things that, that should make a comeback. <laughs> hey? Anyone have anything they want to put out there first? Things that should make a comeback. Things that should make a comeback. VHS. Why do we need VHSs to come Don't back? Don't ask Going questions. Back. Just ask. <laughs> Just ask. You wanted answers. You got, you got them. <laughs> Jewels. I want more disputes to be settled with a jewel. Oh, I thought you were on about jewels with a J. More jewellery. Yeah. <laughs> There's not been enough. Well, fucking jewels back. <laughs> Hey, you're looking at a man who used to wear a chain and a diamond earring. I might, <laughs> I might bring Jules back. <laughs> that would not help the DJ Khaled talk, would it? <laughs> Imagine, though, if each dispute was settled with like a duel or a trial of combat. That yeah. would be quite something. And if you could put it on TV, like if you could televise it, you could have some great scraps. I said before, that's the only way you're going to get the Mayweather Pacquiao rematch is if two rich businessmen are on trial and the one gets Mayweather to represent them and the other side gets Pacquiao. I mean, technically, it's kind of already happening with all of these celebrities deciding to have boxing matches. It's kind of like a form of a duel. It's just that a lot of people want to see them duel. But say if me and you decide to have a duel, not many people are going to be really interested to watch that anyway. Hey, let's not do ourselves a disservice. <laughs> you might be surprised. Yeah. I think it should be part of the knighthood procedure. If you're going to get a knighthood, all right, you've got a duel for it then. You want to be a knight of the realm... Get on the horse. Knight. Yeah, exactly. Fight, I don't know, Serene McKellen. See <laughs> <laughs> so if you can take him down. Yeah. Something else that needs to make a comeback. Shorter films. I'll say this. Yeah. Uh, I'm halfway through. Makes it sound unintelligent when you say things like that. But it's, it's like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with not wanting to waste four hours of your nothing night. Nothing wrong with an hour 20, hour 30. Hour and a half. Hour th- a comedy should be no longer than an oh, hour 30. Oh, we can't. It can't. Hour 30 yeah. is... Don't start trying to drag this out. Because you don't need to laugh for that long. Nah. We don't need no, that much yes. plot either, really. We don't need that much no. plot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Too much of a story now. But it's, no, no, no. it's like a comedy show. Hour long. That's a, the, the maximum you can go with Jobs a comedy show. Like a stand-up show. Comedy, you, know? you need 10 minutes of the morning routine for us to get a little feel about what they're about. Maybe mm-hmm. have a little look in the mirror. Feel sorry for them. Bang. Things can start going wrong now. We'll laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what else should come back. Full fat things. So, in other words, like <laughs> this attack that we've had on sugar over the last <laughs> ten years, it's just—it's just bollocks. Like ice blasts used to be one of the greatest creations on this planet. Now you can only seem to get sugar-free no, ones. This, this is this is something that I've only discovered recently. Troy is a slush puppy connoisseur. Yeah, I love I loves a slush. Yeah, he yeah. travels up and down Gloucester and Cheltenham. To find the best slush, find the best one, Londis. It's in Cheltenham on <laughs> Cheltenham's London Road. Londis. Yeah, they do. That's they've got like five, tough. five different ones. Big selection. You can do it yourself as well, which is always cool because then you can mix up them flavors. Are you, the flavors. Yeah, I didn't notice about you. The flavors are mad. Do they do cherry in there? Um, like blackberry. Yeah. And um, not blackberries, like like black currant, basically. Mm. Um, like a uh, orange and mango one. Like they just do real like and what's, strawberry like real random slushes. What's your reaction when you see people make the rookie mistake of like sucking it through the straw like a normal drink, sucking all the juice out of it and just leaving the ice? It doesn't do that with these slush. It's, it's the great. That's that's part of a good slush. If the slush does that, fucking get 
thrown in the bin and never never buy that one again. That's not what a slush should do. It should all come up together. It should be basically when it's done that, there's it's too cold. If that makes sense. How do you feel out like the, the people that use cold. the little uh, like straw spoon? Remember that in our school we used to have that. Didn't like it. Didn't like people. That's they're in the same category of people, yeah, that open cans but don't open them. Oh. Do you know what I'm on about? <laughs> yes. Yeah, little just a <laughs> oh, slight touch and there's a little gap and then they spend an hour and a half going like that. Like pissing to... without pulling it back. Yeah, and drinking it on a side angle as well that, whilst they're doing yeah. it. Yeah, that can Animals. that can be something that we don't bring back. <laughs> Some people are still fucking doing it. Yeah, we're far it. better at slating things than we are at praising them, aren't we? Yeah. So, <laughs> things not to bring back. Yeah, I was about to say, turns out good. it's, yeah, things that we don't want to bring <laughs> back. <laughs> The Nazis. Don't bring those fuckers back. <laughs> I mean, Sean said he wants to bring back fingering. I don't know if there's a discussion to be had. <laughs> I think that's a, just an age thing. Well, I, I said, and uh, I can't go too in detail with this story, but there's a kid that we know who uh, went to indulge in a bit of a fingering on a night out, came back later in the evening, said he, he couldn't find it with his fingers. What do you mean? What can he find? He couldn't find it. He he he, he couldn't find his uh, way in. He was scrambling around down there. Came back, said he couldn't find it. Well, a lot of blokes don't realise either that women like what's going on down there. Women don't piss from the same hole as maybe he found the pisser. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he Which, could uh, have been much tighter. Squeeze that. That's exactly. going to be tricky. Or he just came across the gooch and was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck's going on here? This woman's just clean." <laughs> Another another thing that's just is like connections all night. <laughs> in that book, the the doctors were, and he also talks about a lady that he met that had two vaginas. Okay, two vaginas. Yeah, one on the left, one on the right, and she preferred using the left one because it was a bit tighter. <laughs> so I feel like you're just made for porn if you do that. Like, oh, oh yeah, you definitely are. You're wasting shit there if you because there's two. that bloke who um, did have two dicks and he got a porn contract. What, so. what an option for the man that he go in the left or the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, one could be business, one could be. It pleasure. got to a point where she didn't even tell him either. She didn't even let him know. Like, by the way, I got two fannies because <laughs> that comes up in conversation, surely. Yeah, yeah. You know? no, you, uh, are you all alright down there? Says a lot about says yeah. a lot about men though. That there's nothing. I can't imagine one bloke going. You know what? No, I don't think so. Actually, no. Every bloke be like, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's probably on. why she we'll didn't sell people. I want people to like me for me. <laughs> yeah, not me. My, not my two vaginas. <laughs> you don't want a unique yeah. selling point yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my biggest one for things to bring back: the supercharger to KFC. <laughs> what a burger that was! And I don't know why they got rid of it. They they started selling the sauce again, but I don't want to taste the sauce again because. It's going to remind me of what I'm missing with the supercharged <laughs> burger. I want roosters to bring back the one, the, the two piece chicken meal, two ninety nine, and it was never two pieces either. Well, it was technically it was two types of two different pieces. Basically, got four pieces of chicken, <laughs> <laughs> four bits of chicken, two like like a, a leg and a, and say a breast, and then um, you'd get two hot wings as well and oh. a drink and chips, two ninety nine. Can't go wrong. One day people will Lovely. put the necessary specs on the lunchbox from KFC. Oh, hey. yeah. yeah. Back before KFC changed their chips, and they had normal chips. I actually like used KFC to get about chips. used to get so many in a lunchbox, way more than you'd get in, say, like a large meal. So or you some want shit. KFC chips to make a comeback? Yeah, I'd like those to come back. The real soccer I am, obviously. Wow, that's straight. That's right Dream in my head. Team. 
I was about to say the real soccer I am with a soccerette and a just a bit of sexism. The attitude, just a little bit. The attitude Not error. Not really sexist, just... <laughs> I'd like that back, please. What? The attitude error. <laughs> WWF. The Rock and Stone <laughs> From a, circa around 98 to 2007-ish. Yeah. And everything started going Pete Tong for him. Blueberry Red Bull. Blackberries. Oh. Bring back Blackberry. Bring, Bring back, back BBM. BBM. <laughs> BBM and MSN. Yeah. I see how pesty you can be at this age. Yeah, MSN, of course. Bring back Fanzone on Sky Sports. I used to love watching them videos on uh, YouTube and I actually applied. Oh, shit, yeah. You'd and have been a player cam. Do you remember my... player cam? Yeah. Just watch Henri for 90 minutes. <laughs> Realised why things go when I put my special talent as um, could do the robot. I thought they are going to pick me. They're going to love this. I wasn't 18 either, so I don't think it would have worked. But mm. Put it on there anyway. Champions League to ITV. Yeah, of course. It was great. For great sure. days. Great days. Oh, well, good teen comedy goes in with short films, but we don't really get a good, like, teen comedy. like No, because we live in a different era now. That kind of thing. Can't get away with a lot of the no. things that teen comedies used to be able to get away with. Like the sort shame. of things they say and stuff. Plastic straws. Yeah. Look, if Fuck these the billionaires can have their planes, my plastic know, straw isn't man. doing too badly. Silly. I actually worked in a house recently, quite a posh house, and in their drinks cabinet, they had about 100 McDonald's plastic <laughs> straws. <laughs> they blew my mind. I was like, you fuckers. It was almost like they knew about it way before. They knew it was going the, the rich were told way before <laughs> us, by the way, guys, we're going to start taking these plastic straws out of circulation. Stock up now. If if uh, TV executives came to you, Troy, specifically, and said, mm. look, this decision is on your shoulders now. Mm. We're thinking of bringing back the UK office. Yeah. Should we bring it back or should we leave it as it is? What do you say? I think, I think you'd have to bring it back for at least one series just to see how it gets on. Just because I, I've had this discussion with you recently, you're, you're not a fan of the US office, but me personally... In fi- I've watched I, the first season and that was... Yeah, see, the, the first two seasons are based exactly on the UK office, and I watched the episodes. The They've just tried one. to adapt them to an American situation. But any series after that is just fucking absolute riotous. Like, it's, it's hilarious. It's... It, it's probably better than the UK office as it goes along. Better than Two and a Half Men? <laughs> um, Don't be saying it's better than the UK office either. You'll slightly. Be... He has said it. He has said it. Those words did leave Don't his mouth. Don't let AJ say that. Carol does a good job. Corral. That's what, that's what AJ fucking yeah. says, isn't it? We yeah. fucking... We slandered him for that. So what? you've... Saying the US office is better than the UK one. Well, he... He's, he's he said it, but he hasn't to... seen the UK office. So that's, that's pretty much Ooh. what we slandered him. Imagine, oh, right. imagine if... Uh, this decision got out you turned down you're like the office is good as it is and in a word like Troy Weaver of Brockworth turned down the new seasons of the office and you just had angry mobs Ricky Gervais has got a team (laughs) mobsters to come after you too could you bring back gladiators today can we bring back love film Oh yeah, <laughs> love that's film pretty was good. The original Netflix. That's the little Amazon thing. I it's had. actually yeah, same company. I think, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. Andy Gray on commentary. Yeah, he's so. Read my mind. I had two things coming. I had Soccer M and Andy Gray yeah. on commentary. <laughs> he's out there in Qatar, 
loving life, but he served his time now. We don't time need to bring keys him home. back, really. We don't <laughs> no, need Richard Keys. Them Arians. Yeah, he served Arians. his time. Andy Gray for for those sound bites. Hmm. Bring back LimeWire. I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> yeah. think of the last time I gave my computer a disease. I need <laughs> LimeWire again. Yeah. Bring back Cheetos. I don't really remember what they taste like, Cheetos. but I remember that they They're were just unreal. They? Nah, I think they're a bit better. Is it? A bit more to them, I think. Yeah. Americans love them, them flaming hot ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, you always watch like American films and programs and you just think, wow, that looks like the best thing ever. Like they're sweets and shit. Like. Bring back prawn cocktail what's-its. If you know, yeah. you know, they were unbelievable. Bring back prawn cocktails in general. A lot of... A lot of restaurants are starting to phase them out these days for your, you know, piri-piri chicken wings and whatever else. Some people still like to go to a restaurant and eat a fucking prawn cocktail. (laughs) Some people still feel up market. If you get get a little prawn cocktail, you feel a bit... Yeah. I've gone Went to a wedding recently, yeah, and they gave us a a posh prawn cocktail. We've got about six six prawns. That's probably being generous. It was probably more like two and a half. And then some disgusting (laughs) green green paste smudged across the plate which was like crushed avocado or something like that. And I'm just thinking, where's the lettuce and where's the slice of lemon? (laughs) You've gone very wrong. And also, where's the mayo and ketchup sauce (laughs) that's been mixed together? Thousand Island. Yeah, none of it was there. (laughs) The dressing of a Thousand Island. Mental. Bring back Tony Hawk's. Yeah. This game was god-awful. Some when I was looking for what other people said here, some people said bring back shame. They said not enough people feel shame anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, that is true. The, the internet is embracing Every politician no longer has any shame. No. <laughs> you used to be able to disgrace someone. You can't disgrace anyone now. TK, if you're in charge and and they say, look, I'm thinking about bringing back the three for ten pound top man T-shirt. Do you <laughs> inflict those on the world again or not? I think we go round two, yeah. Well, I have some Rihanna, Rihanna face t-shirts. No, the little like the little like V, oh, the little V one. The, the, the revealed contrast. way too much yeah. of your chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never wore one. I remember uh, went on a holiday that summer, and bit of trivia if you don't know this about me, yellow being my favourite colour. I had the yellow one. I think it was yellow with like a pale blue trim. Okay. Anyway, I got the house a bit more then, so I was very tanned, and uh, you could see the colour of my nipples through the t-shirt, so <laughs> it was a bad look. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Other ones I've got. Kane. <laughs> Time to bring Kane. that fucking thing back. <laughs> Sort these kids out. Bring back, bring back being able to hit your kids as well. No, I I'd definitely bring that don't back. Don't let O'Sheen listen to this. Yeah, I think. I, I slapped his ass yesterday, Luke. <laughs> it had to be done. Uh, it's the only way they're going to learn. Literally, it was, TK. He kept watching the Arsenal game, couldn't kept bringing out, ripping out the HDMI lead out the back of the telly. <laughs> no, what, no, sort no. Of, what sort of foul play is that? <laughs> to a point of where, and we were two, we were like 2-1 down at the time. Oh, so I, I yeah, literally I cope with pulled him over to the seat and was like, <laughs> right, you're getting a slapped ass. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. yeah. Would you would you would you bring back a jumper tied around the waist? Ha I got a friend that still does it. I was gonna say, I think I saw someone yeah. do it the other day. I don't yeah. think it's gone. Because I frown upon it now, but a kid It's practical, it's very practical. It is and you practical, have to just carry mate. it or check it yeah. over your shoulders. Especially in like when you're on holiday and stuff. It's anything gotta be done. On holiday, yeah. Socks and Wear flops. anything. <laughs> would you bring back Brendan Fraser? <laughs> Who's that? That Fraser? No, the I guy from the, the Mummy. Oh, I thought you meant the program. Was it? Was it called Fraser? Yeah. It was yeah. a program sitcom, wasn't there? I, I was thinking of Brendan from Coach Trip. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you bring back Deal or No Deal? Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> great show. Yeah. And Golden Balls. Yeah. More, my, oh, my, that show. was a brutal, savage, savage brutal show. show. My thing about loving the soaps, my mum, my for some reason, like loved Deal or No Deal. Mm. Like freakishly. Yeah, my nan did not all. To, yeah, not to be sexist, there, it was a lot on. of women did really yeah. take off of Deal or No Deal. Yeah. I don't know if anyone uh, has it, despite slating them for a long time I still don't really see the point my mum has one of them Alexa things yeah. and uh, you can play deal or no deal on there you pick the box can you win the money <laughs> and they tell you like you've got I did horribly I haven't got a fiver when I played it whoever wants to run through um, Adam Sandler needs to make a comeback he is like uh, the boxer that keeps coming back you like they have one more big night in them I think he still has been making films though. It yeah, was that's what dreadful. I mean. That's it. He's he's got. He, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, he's still taking these silly I've, fights at the minute on on I, the undercard of such and such. I fear we're in Floyd territory of Adam Sandler. Way he's going to come out with like <laughs> just just stop it, just yeah. stop doing this to us. Yeah, his comedy wasn't that bad. I no, think that that style of comedy is gone now. It's I not the nineties anymore either. type thing. I quite like Pixels shame. at the time. I Bring like back the nineties. I like yeah. Salma Hayek in for each one. He's like some Julius. Yeah. Bring back, bring back cheesy kung fu films as well. <laughs> oh, I'm yes. not really up to date in the kung fu movie genre. The it Rage, Man and them type film. of films were good films, but for me, you can't beat a good old eighties dubbed Chinese <laughs> film. We need to bring back Bruce Lee. Really, like it's it's yeah. all good. Well, no, just do some, it. I just want to see some guys defending a Shaolin temple <laughs> against the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Troy, would you bring back Outcast? Yeah, hell yeah. But I thought you back, might want to leave it. I bring back Eighty Aliens Outcast, <laughs> though not Hey Ya Outcast. Wow, we're we're talking mid nineties Outcast when they were good. Something <laughs> that I would passionately want to bring back co-op gaming on the same console yeah that okay. was good shit get four lads round for a sleepover and today won't play time splitters yeah time splitters was one of my that was a good game mm-hmm. used to play with my brothers uh in the mission in the little map called chinese unbelievable I had a great time there and the lord of the rings game oh yeah that was good yeah me aragon jack legolas harry gimley Said before, greatest sacrifice Jack made, sacrificed himself in the main mission, letting me do it on one player so we could complete it. <laughs> yeah, because that, that would what happen as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You've shown some hierarchy there. You'd play, like, ended up with you'd play well. like Medal of Honor or something as well, <laughs> isn't it? As like a two-player co-op. Yeah. It's the thing. You have so many great games that you do like that. People would know. They'd be too selfish to have a split screen. Yeah. They would right. say, look, you're right. my TV... Yeah, people go, wouldn't go understand. Home and play me instead. That's what yeah, they say. Yeah. Go we'll talk, home. We'll talk over. Put a mic. yours on, and we'll just. Yeah, I don't really want to see you. <laughs> like that's getting a bit too much for me. Just go somewhere else, and we'll play. People wouldn't understand either. Look, you're the guest. You're the bottom half of the screen. Oh, we're depending. Some people enjoyed the, the top half. Yeah, I'm top half of the screen. That's no, the sorry, so we're the other way around. Yeah. I mean, some people enjoyed the bottom. Some. Enjoy being the top, so enjoy being the bottom. It's a different (laughs) It's the same with bunk beds, actually. Yeah, that is true. I'm a bottom bunk man. Same, Luke, same. Like, some people are like, Bagsy the top bunk. I'm like, no. Whatever. Don't give a shit. Unless you piss the bed, I'm not that concerned. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take the bottom if we share. (laughs) (laughs) Would you bring back Brendan Fraser? 
Yeah. Who Do you was know the he story again? about him? He the said... guy was in the mummy in Georgia the Jungle. Oh yeah. He was at like the peak of his career and um, he was raped uh, by a bloke. And he put uh, on like ten stone. Uh, oh fuck, I didn't know yeah. any of this. Yeah. I just thought he was just in the wilderness. No. And uh, then he was like depressed and so he lost like the when he should have been like yeah. massive. Well I would have brought him back anyway, but I feel like we should bring him back yeah. now. Was... Bring him back and play to play a rape victim. We've so we've we've got plenty of films that we've been planning. So if he wants a role, oh, there's plenty of roles for him Brendan in Fraser's, the spitballing studios. Exactly. If we have like, show, Jack Harper can be his love interest. <laughs> that is a film we're going to recreate. Chuck and Larry with Brendan Fraser and Jack Harper. Yeah, I would also say bring back good grime sets, radio sets. You know, get some. Alright, radio sets, they're just not on the big channels. I suppose, I think really what I'm asking for is to bring back 2004. <laughs> um, oh no, we can't do that. So. 2004. There's a good one with P-Money and uh, Drifter, but I'm not sure on what show it's on, but there's one. Anyway, that's all I have for things to make a comeback, I think. Anyone else has any they want to chuck in? If not, we'll get into the boxing to close things out for the day. And I shall bow out. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. I won't mute your mic because we know what happened last time. So, <laughs> well, but I then forgot to unmute it when we started the next week. So. Halfway through next week, whoever's <laughs> talking on yeah, me. Yeah. Remember. All right. So this Saturday, then TK. If first say it is. Probably the biggest fight of the year. Uh, you won't be watching. <laughs> won't be watching live. That's uh, <laughs> that's tough. The more it gets said, the worse it is. Is there is there nothing you can do here to get out of? No, this is one of those that is uh, set in stone. So what? Like if the, if the, you know if I was if there was any way around said situation, rest assured I would be uh, exploring it. it. This really is like. 8.45 ring walk. The yeah, would, yeah. The time you would want a good ring walk. Yeah, exactly. It's prime. It's it's going to do crazy numbers, isn't it? Because of how big a fight it is. Also, this is prime slot in terms of <laughs> that. It's got one number less in me. So, so I don't I'll, care what happens. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's shit. So we've got the Manchester derby first. That's quite a lifesaver, actually, because it means you don't have to put up with that undercard with a lot of yeah. drugs cheats and then just a lot of prospects so I'm only really fussed about the two main fights I saw actually the other day you know those people who will tweet anything to get a retweet off Hearn or when you can tell it's just for a retweet yeah. someone tweeted saying uh, actually more excited for Povetkin Hunter than I am for the main event I saw <laughs> said person do that and I saw people going in on them and it was just <laughs> the ultimate trying to be boxing hipster, isn't it? Because that is a really good fight. It's exciting, but come on, don't be stupid. I don't know if it'll feel like the event that the UFC just did in Dubai. The arena, ma- yeah, the arena made it feel like not as big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, they were charging nearly fifteen quid for a bottle of water in that arena as well. <laughs> Oh, I bet you're going to hear some horrid stories from this week, though. Well, they've, they've some... already canned the ring girls now, haven't they? Which we probably should have known. Yeah, to be honest, I was surprised it was even a story that they canned them. I thought that would just be a given. 
saw a Ornstein had posted an update for before we get a live one. <laughs> yeah, fortunately not. Who are you picking for the main event? I'm so I am very conflicted on it. Someone asked me about it earlier at work. You know, one of those sort of just like a general sort of, so oh well, so what's going to happen then? Like you know, if you follow boxing and they think well, you're going to know obviously what's yeah. going to happen. Um, I actually think. The common sense decision is actually Ruiz to repeat again. Um, I think, AJ, only for, for two reasons. I think, for whatever reason, when I've I pictured a winner, for whatever reason, I can't. I can only see Joshua. We had a similar situation with Frotch Grove too. Where for whatever reason, I could only see Frotch win, even though I wanted Groves to win, and I kind of had to say that Groves was going to win because I tipped him for the upset in the first yeah. one so once you've done that and he does that in the first fight you have to go with it um, I think and I think the 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 deck is stacked towards Joshua I think they're trying to do everything they can to get in the win and I think he has enough about him that he can do it but I will admit I am concerned by some of the noises coming out where it seems like lessons haven't been learned but I'm treating it like he switched on for this one. And Said he wants people it. to bow at his feet. He's just been saying some odd things, hasn't he? And it just, you know, repeating that sort of lucky punch from the gods thing is a little bit, yeah. if you actually believe that, that's a concern. Do you uh, want to know the FA Cup draw just quickly to interrupt Yeah, go you? on. Who do you reckon you've got? Give me a, you've got a Premier League team. Wolves. Everton at home. <laughs> Brilliant. The worst thing is that that probably means Klopp's going to have to put out a good team where he was probably going to put out a shit team. That's good for you then. So at least you don't have to put put up with another one of these. Yeah, but then he'll just do it in the next round instead. <laughs> Tease you. Yeah. Arsenal I... have got uh, Leeds at the Emirates. Okay. United have got Wolves away. That's harsh. I'm just... Uh, oh... Who do you reckon Man City have got? Oh, God. Port Vale or something. Port Vale at home. Is it? For- yeah. Do you know what that, that means? You, they would have had Cheltenham. If Cheltenham had beaten Port Vale, they would have got City. <laughs> Bet the club aren't furious about that at all, about the payday they would have had. Yeah, Port, Port Vale at the Etihad. Fuck's sake. Spurs away at Borough. Newcastle away at Rochdale or Boston. Boston, fucking hell. Chelsea at home to Forest. Fulham Villa. Leicester at home to Wigan. That's uh, some not particularly glamorous ties in there. West Ham away at Gillingham. Upset. I can probably tell you which games are going to be on TV then by these. So what, there'll be a game on Friday... Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I believe. Oh, is it? If it says the games are between the 3rd and the 6th, so Liverpool-Everton, that's going to be on TV. That'll be the Sunday one, I imagine. Arsenal-Leeds, I'm pretty certain, will be on TV. Yeah. United-Wolves will be yeah, on that's, TV. Yeah, that's one you probably shouldn't, should it? But it will. I always think you should get a low-league team against a Premier League team on it where you can. Well, you're probably... I'll put my money on West Ham-Gillingham. Yeah. They're away as well. Yeah, they're going to go somewhere they think there's going to be an upset, won't they? Well, hence potentially Arsenal leads. 
At the Emirates, at least. Yeah, yeah. Ellen Road, I might be a bit more worried for you. Yeah. Get back to the uh, box. I saw, yeah. it, I saw it pop up. Um, I think Ruiz. And you... I'm not saying that like it's a like bold prediction. I just... When you break it down, and it, it sounds stupid because when I say this now, you'll think, oh, well, why didn't you... Why wouldn't you have just picked him in the first fight if that was the case? But when you look at it now and you look at how each fighter matches up, I think there's more. Yeah. Because I I don't think, I think Joshua is going to come out gun shy. I think he's going to try and do what he did against Parker, but I don't think he can do that. Parker was smaller, but he was small enough where AJ could outmaneuver him he wasn't too worried about the power coming back, I no. don't think. And he wasn't going to rough him up and get inside and push him around like Ruiz can. And Ruiz, if Joshua tries to stick it on him, then Ruiz is going to get inside and he's going to ping him. If he tries to box at range, I don't think he's disciplined enough to box 12 rounds well, in range. People have been saying this, haven't they? It's like, oh, well, he's coming in light, so he's just going to box and move. So like, you're just like, the, like a clicky fingers and you can go from being this big heavyweight who overpowers people to... Floyd Mayweather at heavyweight. It's not going to work like that, is it? And one of the things people would say about Ruiz is that he's a good boxer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, people can't get their heads around when they see a shorter guy who fights on the inside. He's a better boxer than Joshua, probably, in terms of the combinations he's going to throw. The s- smartness of him is ahead of Joshua because of that deeper and much pedigree. Probably. It's like, the, the thing is, there's people who are going to give it the I told you so either way. Oh, so it's going to be hideous. Yeah. The, AJ could feasibly blow him out in a round. He could do that to anyone. And Ruiz could also <laughs> yeah. do the exact same thing. I... Because I've had people who don't particularly follow boxing on either side of the fence where they said, I saw one guy who I know doesn't particularly follow boxing and said, look, once you've been knocked out, that's it. You're done then. He's like, whenever you get punched again, it's, it's over. And then I saw another guy saying, well, yeah, they're not going to let Joshua lose twice, are they? And, gonna, <laughs> and he's like... Well, you know, neither of which are, you're both on very extreme sides of it, and it, neither I flip flopped to my mind in terms of who I think will win. I I do just wonder with Ruiz whether that was his kind of his night in the sun, or whether that was his it. his quote today was, um, "There's no pressure on me. I've already achieved my dream. I've already won." And now he's going to be in a bumper payday, and then he can go off where Joshua really does have to win. I, I can see Joshua doing a situation where he's disciplined for, look for a bit, can win certain rounds. I think, like you said, I do think he'll be a bit gun-shy. And I just think whenever it gets close, he's going to just try and tie him up. And I've, in that respect, and I didn't really see how this could happen, I think we could have a bit of a shocker. I could, We could have a bit of a stinker. Where's well, the ref that was there for Klitschko against Povetkin? I'm, I'm picking something that very few people seem to be, I'm going to say Joshua is going to win a points decision. I think he's going to, it's going to be controversial enough in that some people are going to say, well, Ruiz did the nice work and some people are going to say, well, look, Joshua jabbed and grabbed and it wasn't pretty, but it was effective and he got his titles back. When we spoke about it the week after the fight happened, you said a points decision isn't enough yeah. for AJ yeah. for people to be that caring about him again. Do you still? It's tricky, isn't it? Because they will, and it's, I guess, credit to the matchroom hype job, whatever, that they can, whatever win he gets, 
he's got the titles and we forget about Ruiz and it never happened. Yeah. And will we have a trilogy? Absolutely not. <laughs> will we have a trilogy? You go away and we'll forget you you ever existed and then we'll go chasing Wilder or, or Fury or whatever. So in that, in that sense, it can work, but it a point decision doesn't erase the doubts in Joshua's mind and it doesn't erase the doubts in boxing fans' minds. I don't think. I think you still have the same question marks we have over him now. I don't think he erases them if he does go to a point decision. Uh, well, if he does produce a boxing mask and wins 12 rounds maybe it does but I don't I don't see a way in which that can happen if Ruiz he, is going to have some success in this if he wins I think we see the big baby Miller fight next and that's just really and they'll say that's horrendous they'll say he wants to make him pay because if it wasn't for him cheating then he never would have lost to Ruiz and so on and so on because they ain't making a Wilder fight because either Wilder with... or Fury are going to be demanding too much money for them to they're probably going to near it. You imagine they'll probably go for a trilogy there as well, don't you? From everything they've already been signed, apparently. Supposedly, so which, as much as I'm looking forward to that second one, it could be you don't need a, a third yeah. one. I'm always a bit cautious on things like that. Yeah, it's, this is a strange fight in terms of in my head. I can make far more reasons for Ruiz winning this. I think Joshua has to do far more adjusting. He does, but for whatever reason. We do forget, and some people have said, I don't see a way in which Joshua wins. We do forget he does have some significant advantages going when you're a big man of that size. And you can take him out. As much the concern for me was that not the one he put Ruiz down with, he follows him up with a massive right hand that Ruiz just brushed off. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy can can take any. But it's a big 18 stone man. You don't take them for too long off him. So if he does start landing, you will get him out of there. And as then, good and tough as Ruiz is. Just finally, uh, another, say, heavyweight clash for the sake of it. Do you give United a chance against City? No. Not no. at all? No. I think that could be a mauling. The Athletic came out today and said uh, there's no need for Solskjaer to worry about his job. There's absolutely no question that he's going to be sacked. As in he's going. No, they said. Or as in they're, they said they're not going to get rid of him. There's no worry at board level about. They will not get him rid of his manager. Him. Yeah, really. See, I think, I think they lose to Spurs in midweek, and the pressure gets ramped up because it's Jose, whatever. And then I think they get absolutely mauled by City. Oh, I would love to see it. I, I think they'll get taken taken apart. That's going to be brutal for you to sit through. <laughs> That's uh, actually you won't be sitting through it. <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably see a fair bit of that, and then miss the fight of the year so that would be fantastic having said that if my prediction is right and Joshua gets a bore victory then maybe I'll just say I just missed the biggest anti-climax of the year rather than the biggest fight what's your what's your prediction you think Ruiz knockout I think Ruiz inside six inside six you think he's going to batter him I don't know what the weather's like but as someone who has like stamina issues if it is hot over there that could be well, I said to you, I, I do have reservations about an outdoor arena there, regardless of what the weather's like. It's just a different sort of climate, isn't it? I just don't... I don't Certainly see not good. Wembley outside. <laughs> no, I, I an indoor arena or whatever, you can fairly well manipulate yeah. what's like in an outdoor one. You're, you're kind of exposed to whatever. We'll and you to... don't imagine it's going to be a problem for a week. No. We'll have to wait and see. Are you probably fighting in like... Mexico when he was eight. Look, yeah, <laughs> if they can eat Snickers halfway through rounds, so it's he's not got no problems with stamina. Well, we'll have to wait and see, I'm sure. 
the way one of, one of those ones you can look foolish either way, can't you? So and uh, the way this is set up to the casual audience, I'm sure uh, Jack will have watched it for uh, next week when he's back on. Not sure if we'll have Alex with us next week or not. That remains to be seen. Just to close us out, just to next couple of weeks we'll have uh, kind of of the decade is going to be the predominant uh, topic as we uh, go to round up 2019 we got our christmas episode being recorded the week of the 16th of december and then i'm not too sure what our schedule will be like over christmas i know i'm recording a ufc roundup and preview with rory at some point that'll probably be dropped between christmas and new year and then whether i can convince people to do a podcast on the 30th of december remains to be seen but all the best anyway Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. As of, as always, if you give us a like, share, repost, all that business on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and check us out at www.spitballingpod.com. Thank you. <laughs>